So it's just masking the problem, Evan. My theory is the shirt will help alleviate any itches so you won't be tempted to use your back scratcher. Mm-hmm. It's called the scientific method, Mike. Mm. We're testing hypotheses here. Right. Testing hypotheses and friendships. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the IO panel. It's episode 140, being recorded on Sunday, February 10th, year 2019 of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When Michael Uh, says his shit, he's joking. You know that, right? Just letting guys know. Am I? (laughs) So. My name is Michael. I'll be the host this week. Hello, everyone. Hi, and, Michael. And with me, as always, will be my two friends, Evan and James. Hi, guys. How's Hi, it Michael. going? Yeah. Hello, sound, everyone. Sound um, thrilled. My name's Evan, and I'm an addict. <laughs> ha! So, yes. You ever suck dick for Coke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James, how are you? So, yes, but I prefer uh, Pepsi. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. People are going to think you're the Christian member of our show. They're going to think it's more than a meme now. They're going to think that you are like the Christian guiding light of their, our show. And we all know the Christian heart of our show is actually Evan, not you. <laughs> well, technically, I am Christian, although, you know, that can be debated probably. But but you lean towards the teachings of St. Cathal? Well, I thought, I thought you were going to say St. Christ, but yeah. <laughs> he's a follower of NBC's Lucifer, so. Yeah, that's a very holy show. Um, <laughs> ugh. Anyway. <laughs> so, how is everyone's week? What's new? Evan, we'll start with you. Um, well, I discussed this with you a few days ago, but I actually ended up buying two of those. Uh, Dell seventy four fifty laptops to to up not upcycle that's not what this is to refresh some mm-hmm. of my aging hardware mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to that I thought they were actually going to be here yesterday or uh, maybe today but I think they'll be here on the fourteenth that's quite the so, disparity it's about a week yeah I m- I may have misread their their shipping. It said, I think, I thought they said like two day priority or three day priority, but mm-hmm. I think that meant like the, they will ship it within two or three days. Uh, well, I'm, it's coming UPS ground as far as I can tell. <clears throat> From? California. Of course. Yep. Where all things come from. No, not always, but usually. All right. Anything else to report? Um... We'll talk more about it later, but I I aided foods. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. Never again. The silent killer, food. It is. <clears throat> All right. Hamez? Oh, I cleaned my room last oh, night. Oh, sorry. Or this morning, actually. This morning. 
Yeah. Okay. My sleep's all messed up because of the food. And uh, so yesterday and actually the day before, well, so technically Saturday morning and Sunday morning at like from like 2 a.m. till 6 a.m., I was cleaning my room. Hmm. Just very odd hours. Oh, it works for you. That's fine. Yeah. I've done some late night cleaning before. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. James? Uh, I'm good. I did not do any late night cleaning or any cleaning at all. You should give it a shot. I've done a fair (laughs) amount of dirtying up, actually. Mm. Uh, Pooping in corners? Yeah, just letting it steam, you know? (laughs) Uh, Just turn the temperature down in the room, and it's good. Uh,. No, I mean, I, it's been a pretty chill week, man. I haven't done Save those shits. Yeah. That's right. Just <laughs> open all the windows, let the flies in, and start your own compost heat. Well, you need the biomass. You do need the biomass. It's yeah. already pre-digested. Yeah. I don't think there's any flies around right now, Evan. Well, cold flies. That's why it's fine to poop in the corner. It's a little chilly. Cold, <laughs> cold flies. Yeah. <laughs> those, um, those Arctic buggers. Yeah. Um, Every year they migrate up from Antarctica to Maryland. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, no, everything everything's fine, man. Nothing's going on. It's been a pretty chill week. Uh played some games which we'll discuss later and uh are you uh gainfully employed? No. That, well, in, it's in process. It's still in process. Same okay. as before. Okay. I mean, I'm thinking I'm going it's going time to become an Uber boy starting Ooh. next week. I'm just get the oh, car. Oh, interesting. Get the car cleaned out and then I'll do You Uber know X. what you could do? Can you use that car for that? Yeah, I was talking to JC and he was telling me that you can. So that you can, as long as you can have two people, you qualify for two people in the car, you can qualify for UberX. So I'll probably do you know what, oh my. what might be a better idea? Stripping. Amazon Flex. Weird Flex, but okay. Yes. Ah! Sorry, I couldn't resist. Um, what is Amazon Flex? Is that delivery or? Yes. Okay. You make your own schedule, James. You do it on your time. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, go ahead. No. Oh, it's like delivering to people's houses? Yeah. Okay. Do you have to wear like a coat that says Amazon? Uh, you wear, as far as I know, you wear like a, uh, one of those safety orange, safety orange vests. vests or something like that. Ah, ah, I knew it. Yeah. So I can get into a concert while on duty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can also to... collect door charges at random clubs. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. He can already do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I just stand there. But let me see your ID. Uh, oh, shit. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's already totally a thing. Yep. Oh, I, I Googled it, and the first thing it says, this man's side hustle came up with an unexpected bonus. He lost 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. But apparently they... they uh, No, my mess! They pay, <laughs> they pay in blocks. So you make like... $18 an hour. And, you know, if you pick up like 30 packages or something and it should take two hours, then you get, you know, 36 bucks. But if you're done in 45 minutes, then you still get the same money. Oh, that's not bad. But if you're done in six hours, you still get the Correct. same money. Yeah. But you shouldn't be, like, unless you're riding a unicycle. James? I've done this kind of stuff before. I could do that. Will you be riding it's like a I, unicycle? I, it's like I've rode unicycles for years. Yeah. I'm good. Super easy. 
Yes, yeah, James. Remember. James used to be a uh, what was it? A courier? A, cir- a circus was performer? A, no, oh. I was, a, I was so. a courier. Remember Cappy Cappy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't it's fucking name, great. I can't remember the name of the company now, but yeah. And I was like, oh shit, is this the guy? Like, I finally met him once. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this the Copy Copy guy? Yeah. <laughs> did you have a Nextel, or how did that work? I think I had a Nextel. Either they gave me one, or I still had an old one, or something. I think they gave me one, though. Uh, Man, yeah. that's so crazy. No, pay- no two-way pager? No, 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 it was a Nextel. Oh, there was a pager. There was a pager. Because that's either either the Nextel had like a text feature, or I had a pager. I think I had a pager, though. Was it for that or was that for Canon? Well, I definitely had one for Canon. But well, you had Canon... a Nextel for Canon, right? Or something. Mm, no, I don't think so. With Canon, we just use our cell phones. With, but I definitely had a Xerox and Nextel. I had a pager. Like, that's how you got your critical stuff. But I got some... I, I used to get my messages and information about deliveries over text either over text or you threw a pager or maybe the nextel had some kind of ability to take that data and they would send it to me i remember having to read a thing and be like okay how do i get there and they would have a severity thing like how fast how soon you have to be there you know like how like how fast you have to be there and where and all i remember it the thing about that job sucked was that all the detail you had to pull out of a fucking text you know it was like really hard you stare at the same lines again and again okay sweet what uh, how fast? What you know? And you'd be like, "What? Well, where's the information?" It was, it, you know, you had to glean a lot from something. Anyway, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I remember I went on a I went on a run once with James. That's right. <laughs> spent, spent the day with him. I got my arm sunburned. You made the Kessel run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my arm was hanging out the window all day, so I got sunburned on just that one arm. It was great. I'm sure I, I've victimized <laughs> I've victimized Michael's arm so many times on so many drives places. You know, Michael's like he's like, oh my arm's all sunburned. <laughs> it's happened more than once. Oh yeah, I'm sure it has. Yeah, absolutely. Those were the days. Good, the yeah. good burn. You go to the beach for a week. You're ruined. Like four days in, and you got to drive back. It's hot, so you roll the windows down. You got the sun mm-hmm. beaming down right on the uh, all your pre-burnt spots oh evan there's nothing like going to the beach and getting sunburnt every single time every, uh, i thought you say every single day yes Not every single day every single time <laughs> every single trip to the beach yep results in in me being closer to getting skin cancer so saint know. christ forbid you put on sunscreen that's right i usually put it on it's just you know Reapply every, reapply every half hour. Yeah, I reapply every fifteen minutes. Like, thanks. You know, this stuff works great. My body can only handle so much aluminum. Yeah, I need to start putting on cooking oil or something. Just get it over with. <laughs> uh, be the greased up deaf guy. Mm-hmm. Never gonna catch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah. Imagine how hydrodynamic you'd be just bobbing around in the ocean covered in oil. It's terrible. <laughs> you set all kinds of records. <laughs> I wonder if that would work better. Huh? That's something to think about. <laughs> Interesting. Well, me, not much to report. Um, I wasn't feeling well earlier this week, so I didn't make it to darts. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, our, tomb, our team has been doing pretty well. 
the last time I played darts, we actually won. Uh, this time, I think we lost, but like, but you know, I wasn't there, but it was like by a point, maybe or something. So, actually, doing pretty good instead of our landslide losses that we normally have. You know, <laughs> so, so thank you, James, um, for you're not, not being part of the team. Yeah, you're not missed. No I'm kidding. <laughs> I think it has it has more to do with who we added than who we dropped, you know. But it's another tragedy on the board. Are there other commentators? Oh no, I wish. You should hire commentators. Yes. A study in moppishness. Yeah. God damn, y'all what the fuck? Like <laughs> If I took the time to practice, I would have been good, but I didn't take time to practice. I didn't even hang my dartboard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. I got, there's always things you could do to do, to, to be better, you know? Yeah. So pretty lazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, not much else to report. Um, James, don't you have throwing knives? Yeah, it's been working. Or What's ninja that? stars. No. <laughs> Oh. I had throw. I had I had a couple throwing knives a long time ago, but not anymore. They're long, stolen or lost or packed away in a box that's been forgotten about. You got a hatchet? Uh, I did have a hatchet. I don't know what happened to that hatchet though. Just trying to think of ways you can use that dartboard. No, I can use it with darts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> technically, I guess. That's what I really should do with it. I technically, just, I guess. Yes. Hmm. All right. Cool. Well, why don't we go ahead and uh, jump into some news here? Who has the first item? Uh, that would be me. Okay. So I got two links here. Um, the first one is a Vulture article, and the second one is a video that has been pulled from YouTube. I'll explain why in a second. And the video is on Vimeo. Um, if you get a chance, watch it while you can. Who knows how long it'll stay there. Uh, the video is by a guy named, and let me just check his name again here. His name's up here. Uh, Vic Berger, okay. Vic Berger is a like kind of an internet comedian type character, uh, and he does a lot of. He has a funny ass Twitter, okay. Um, and okay, so let's start. Let's 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 go back to, uh, I guess last year, uh, the Fire Festival. Okay, one of our favorite topics, one of our one of the repeating comical missteps of uh ja rule <laughs> um have you so, seen the meme with the guy from that what billy mcfarland is that his name what, what what meme the guy where they're like we're gonna need you to go down there and suck some dick oh yeah that Dude, they love that guy everyone yeah, loves that guy i know i know the dick sucking yeah. guy they love him they absolutely love him and he loves it too they, they someone interviewed him after the fact and he's like oh it's great he's like he's like he's like i will do what i can for the jobs i'm on you know, I'll suck a dick. You know, he's he's he loves it. He's having a great time, and he he comes out as a hero or a maniac, but not a bad guy. So it worked out for him, even though he nice. admitted to like being ready to suck a dick for some fucking Avion bottled water. Um, Evan, I don't yeah, know if like, you saw like that special of it, or not. Right? Or something. Like, yeah, pallets of Avion bottled water. It's worth watching just to see the to see the. Okay, so there's two specials on. Uh, on on the fire festival the first one is a netflix one that is 
was made with the footage and basically made by Fuck Jerry. Okay, Fuck Jerry Media or Jerry Media. Okay. The other one is made with a bunch of other video from all kinds of random things on Hulu. The Hulu one is supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it. It's on my list. The Fuck Jerry one, I've seen it. It's really good. It's well made. And it uses, it has footage from the Fire Festival because Fuck Jerry is the group that made all the fire, they did all the fire, all fire festivals marketing. Okay. So that's why it's notable because yeah, they were, and, and they were, they were just, um, like the whole time there was like a film crew there. And even though it was going to shit, the guy, the whole, the guy running it at the time was like, yeah, just keep filming, man. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You yeah, know, Billy, yeah, Billy, get it all. Billy McFarlane was like, keep filming. So like the whole time he's filmed, the whole time they're filming and he, Billy McFarlane, it's kind of weird, honestly. Like I think, Evan, if you take some time, you should watch it. Just because it's interesting. It's a it's a trip in the mind of someone who either is so crazy that they don't know they're crazy, or someone who's who who really believes he can push this thing through with the force of will and zero hard work. You know, it's very interesting, you know, from that perspective. Because like <laughs> like you can like like I could take you I can give you an opaque picture where you cannot see the inter in, insides and say this is Kool Aid, and you could just say okay and you pour a little bit and you say it's yellow is this piss and you're like no it's yellow Kool Aid you're like okay and maybe you get it to your lips and you're like you get a little hint of piss and you're like mm, maybe it's just me <laughs> and you take a little sip and you're like that's piss. Okay, <laughs> Billy McFarlane was handed a clear, transparent picture filled with dark brown piss, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna drink up, dude." And he pours everybody a glass, and everybody's like, "This is piss," and he said, "Just drink it, dude. It's gonna be great." And he fucking <laughs> and he just chugs it down the whole time, drinking piss, swallowing gallons of piss, and he's just like, "Yeah, it's great. It's the best piss I ever had." So that's that's the interesting thing about this. That's the best. <laughs> let, let me ask you a question: yeah. Is that literal? Or were you using no. that as a euphemism? I'm using or, it as a euphemism. That okay. is a metaphor. And I okay, think metaphor it's, I th- a metaphor. what happened. I think it's pretty fair. Michael, would you say that's fair like explanation? Because there's lots of markers that this is going to fail early on. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that's why it's interesting to watch that special. Because he like literally until the very end, he doesn't seem to break. And even after, he recuperates back to his same bubbly self and keeps doing the same antics. You know, and he's filming. He tells a new film crew, keep filming. And they're like, the film crew's filming him breaking the law. And he's like, nah, dude, just fucking film, film, man. It's crazy. It's really weird. Like, he has some scheme. I don't know. Anyway, this isn't about him. We'll clean it up in post. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. So, anyway, so he hired Fuck Jerry, Jerry Media to come down and do all the social media to build the Fire Festival. People are very angry at Jerry Media because basically they're viewed as double dipping. They made money off of the Fire Festival, off of the media kind of push for it. Then they made money off of the thing, the 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 documentary from Netflix. I don't know. I wouldn't hate on that. I mean, who cares? Honestly, I don't care. Yeah, I yeah. feel the same way. I don't care. I'm like, dude, companies are supposed to make money. That's what they do. Like if someone call if if Billy McFarlane called me and said we're doing this event, I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll help you do social media for it. You know, you can't look at me later as a contractor and say, this is your fault, you know, but people that made people take a closer look at fuck Jerry and Jerry media. Okay. Now take us back a couple of years earlier. You have the fat Jewish. Okay. 
The Fat Jewish is a meme page. Okay, I follow it. And Fuck Jerry's a meme page. I also follow that. So, turns out that Fat Jewish and Fuck Jerry steal all their memes. I didn't know this. And I didn't even look at it like that. I mean, I guess from some, like, high level, some, like, subconscious view, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they get so these I see this. I see the same memes on multiple accounts. Yes. Yeah, so so I'm just assuming everyone's stealing from everyone. So I'm not worried about it, you know? Yeah, I mean, and but, that's how I feel, too. I'm like, oh, they're just, you know, sometimes you see, a, like, something in one place. And I don't look at, Michael probably looks at more meme pages than I do. But I see them in one place. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And I... I instinctually on some level know that this came from somewhere and this guy is just like kind of cultivating the memes and putting them all in one place for me. But I don't mind that. It doesn't bother me. Um, I didn't even think of it like that they were making money off of it. I just thought, I thought that fuck Jerry was some fucking cool, funny guy in a basement who like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. Bang, bang, and he puts it up, you know, and he works at 7-Eleven or something. That's what I thought. Turns out it's run by this guy, Elliot something or other. And Elliot something or other uh, started, he started doing it as a kind of a, like a whatever. And then it became like a business. And then it became this media company who specializes in meme cultivation. So what meme cultivation is going on Reddit, searching Reddit, scouring it for the freshest, spiciest memes, snapping it with your phone, and then uploading it. That's it. And then what they what they then started doing was marketing these memes. And that's where they cross the line, right? So they, they take Evan's funny joke. Then they say, oh, this joke would be perfect for this customer, this vodka customer. And they say, Evan's meme. And then they just put a hashtag on it. And they say, me after 3 a.m. Hashtag, you know, blower vodka or whatever. You know, and that's what they do. So... Fuck Jerry is in a lot of trouble right now, and I won't say a lot of trouble. They really don't give a shit. They're still or, doing is it. Is it haha vodka or something? Yeah, ha ha, yeah, 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 or whatever. J J J A J A. Yeah. Um. So, uh, they've lost a fair amount of their followers because a bunch of comedians started this fuck hashtag fuck fuck Jerry. <clears throat> you know who um, I think started that? Is our boy. Who? I thought it was um. You know Tim and Eric. One of those guys? Uh, I think it's the guy from this. I think it's the. I, I could be was, wrong. But that's where that's the first place I saw it. We'll just say that. Maybe. Well, that's because a lot of their shit gets stolen. So a lot of people we know, they steal from a lot of people. And it's funny, right? <laughs> There's a video. So if you watch the video that I've linked in the second thing, it's by Vic Berger, a comedian they've stolen a lot of stuff from. Mm-hmm. That video is spicy as fuck and it takes clips from it's all fair use by the way so the, i doubt i'm sure there are i'm sure the dmca takedown that fuck jerry put against him is going to get rebounded but um the, that was on youtube yeah it was on youtube yeah so hmm. the uh but it takes from the netflix special so netflix did another special called media instagram about famous instagram people and the first episode is about Fuck Jerry. Okay? And I watched it just randomly the other day to see who Fuck Jerry was. And it shows these guys all sitting in a room. Like, here's how we make the memes. You know, and they don't say we steal them. 
You know, he's like, here's what he makes me. He's like, he's like, go on. You know, I find this like fucking spicy meme. I'm like, oh, that's cool, really cool. He's like, snap it with my phone. Then I put a little blah on it. Then I post it. Done. And I was like, oh, that's theft. <laughs> you know. And then as another thing, they show a picture, and I'm gonna pick up my tax documents because they have nothing else. <laughs> but James, but, it's on the internet, so it's free to use, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's on the internet. Yeah. So it's free, right? It's public. It's public. Yeah. So he picks up the thing. He shows the thing to the whole crowd. Like this, there's a whole bunch of guys sitting at the table, and they they have the Netflix special person there, and they sh- they say, "What does this make you think?" And it's like a picture of Trump holding two babies, and then one of the guys is like, "Let me go!" And they start spurting out these fucking random things. And none of them are funny, you know. And I was like, "Oh, these guys aren't funny." That's when I realized, and he focuses on that. And he shows a bunch of cases where they've stolen memes from people, and they just will crop out the fucking person's face who made it, or they leave it in there because they don't give a shit, and they'll uh, they post these, they repost people's stuff, or they'll like post their. You read their own stuff. So, just for instance, this article focuses on the beige cardigan, which I thought was their thing. Okay, the beige cardigan though is actually a, just a copy of an original content creator called the brown cardigan it's lazy it's a lazy copy so the beige cardigan is the elliot guy's wife right okay it's her page and then the brown cardigan is some australian fucking construction worker who's hilarious right and he just like has all these he's like recording tv he's recording this he's writing up stuff he's He's probably getting video from other places. I don't know. It's not all his funny stuff. But then he has this one guy at his job named Kevin who picks on a lot. It's old guy. He's like, he's like, here I am sitting in this fucking cunt Kevin's truck waiting for him, you know? And it's just like, you know, and he has a shirt that says, fuck you, Kevin, or whatever. Like, he sells a little merch and whatever, <laughs> you know? So anyway, that's the whole thing with him. But so th- they have a bunch of random content. That, but they've, they've been stealing from all these other people. And, you know, they have like 30 different Instagram pages, you know. Um, I wish we had a list so we could like be like, okay, I'll make sure to avoid these. But the probably the biggest problem with this is the blatant I don't give a fuck about the theft attitude to the whole thing. So this guy, Vic Berger, in his video, he covers how he he messaged them and said, hey, look, you took my content. At least give me credit. And it's for a paid ad, pay me or give me credit. You know, because these guys are comedians. Like, this is their life's blood, is making jokes for the internet, you know? Um, and the guy, uh, the the, C, the COO, his name's Crispy something or other. Uh, it's at Crispy or whatever, at Crispy Pants. Crispy Pants, that's his name. At Crispy Shorts, another one of their sites. And Crispy Shorts says, shut up. And he just blocks him. You know, that's why he says shut up and he blocks him. You know, anyway, it's in that video. Take a look at the video um, if you have any interest in this. It's just funny. This is a very 2019 problem, you know. Goddamn millennials and their music. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> basically. Like, think about it. This is not an issue that existed before. Before, if you are a comedian or you're a fake comedian and you took someone's joke, people knew immediately. They're like, that. that's a fucking, you know, I'll say a Bernie Sanders joke. That's a Bernie Mac joke or whatever. Like, you know, you'd know immediately. Like, this is, you know, they'd know. But this meme shit is a whole different level because it's everywhere. Everyone's copying everybody, you know. You don't know who's just some teenager sitting in a basement 
making funny jokes and who's making millions of dollars off it and subliminally sliding ads in. And this is another thing. They don't tell you this is a sponsored post. They post stuff. They don't tell you it's sponsored. They just say at some brand or they put a hashtag from the brand in, but they don't tell you anything. You don't know. You know, and actually there's a congressional hearing about, oddly enough, a congressional hearing about the whole fire Festival thing right now or going on in the next coming months or weeks or something like that, where they're going to have all these internet tastemakers who... Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. So they have all these supermodels coming in to tell Congress or somebody related to the government why why they shouldn't pass some kind of law saying, hey, you need to, you need to be forced to say this is a sponsored post. You're not allowed to mislead all these people, yada, yada, yada. And I feel sorry for the supermodels because they just were like paid to go out there. And if you watch the Netflix video, the supermodels are like, what are we doing? You know, and it, and Billy McFarlane's like, no, we're just partying. And they just took the supermodels out and they partied and took a bunch of pictures and video and stuff. And fuck Jerry m- m- turned it into a masterpiece, you know, which it is. It's a masterpiece of marketing. And I give them credit for that, you know. But yeah, anyway, uh, that's all for that. And say any questions, any comments? No, sir. <laughs> that's fucking great. Yeah, it's good stuff. Watch the video. And uh, and do yourself a favor, follow the brown card again. It's fucking hilarious. Um, the this next, next story is awful. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna read the title: Lawyer forces evacuation of courthouse after abundance of bed bugs pour from his suit. <laughs> An abundance. Ah! An abundance. Yo, pour from his suit. Yeah. Apparently. People could see the bed bugs like crawling on his skin and neck. Like they were named Edgar. No, I don't know. I don't think Mm. so. But uh, yeah, they were. (laughs) The the, the bailiff is like, it's hard to imagine someone doesn't know that bed bugs are crawling all over them (laughs) with a certain all over them, certainly in abundance. I mean, what? Abundance of bed bugs. Your Honor, I apologize. I'm super high right now. I thought I was imagining them. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. So the place where I saw this video, they were like, oh, this has got to be a ploy to get out of court. He wasn't prepared. So he said, let me find the seediest motel in town and just fucking spend the night there. You know? Let me just roll nude. In this uh, under the bed or something, you know, I don't know. It's fucking weird, dude. It's fucking crazy. An abundance of, and he just standing there in court, and people are like, "No, it's an infestation. They gotta, you gotta go." So yeah, that's all. I thought this was a funny thing. Um, it's a short a- story. Apparently, ever since the, um, I'll say, banishment of the DDT pesticide, bed bugs have been making a comeback. Yeah, DDT's fucked up though. It'll fucking fuck you up. It's really I bad mean, for you. It's, uh, it's mm, those trade-offs. Yeah. Look, the, the I mean, we County eat Court- way worse poisons every day. Yeah, it's true. Rogers County Courthouse head of security, Mike Clark, said the man was very nonchalant about the situation unfolding in the courtroom. And he says, in quotes, I don't think he even cared, Clark told K- KJRH <laughs> News. <laughs> oh, my God. They're my children. The- yeah, an abundance of bed bugs. It's fucking gross, dude. An abundance poured from his suit. Jesus. And we're not imagining. Is there a picture of him in that article anymore? No, there's not. There's okay. Not. There's so not. we're n- none of us are imagining like a nice suit, right? Oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm a ma- I, my brain has a shabby 
well-beaten brown suit. Yeah, brown suit, <laughs> yeah. like like a cream-colored button-down shirt. Yeah, that's um, probably very dirty. Some kind of like a tie made from corduroy. The guy has very little <laughs> hair. He's in his late 40s to mid-50s. Yeah. Yeah, he's balding. He's got a little sweep over going on. Exactly. Super thin and patchy. Now, James, he looks he looks sweaty. You know, from our CSC days, do you remember a gentleman named yes. Tom Gindon? Tom Gindon. Yeah. No. He I... had the classic the comb over. He wore glasses. He always wore like a burlap sport coat with a you know button down yes. shirt. He, yes. With that's the arm what patches. I imagined. Yes. yes. That's exactly Is what it I'm this thinking. guy? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as you said the burlap, I was like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> a burlap yeah. coat? What the fuck? Yeah. It was burlap. I mean, that's it how was, it looked to me. He had the professor arm patches, but it was a filthy burlap coat. He wore the same coat every day. So do you remember the guy whose desk was filthy and he covered his desk had a refrigerator, Cokes, and he dropped his laptop in the parking lot and our old lead tech was like, no, Ron was like, "Don't give him, give him a piece of shit." What's his? Is like Tom I kinda, something or other. I kind of remember that he broke so many laptops, and his desk was a mess. His they keyboard's might, filled with crumbs. We might be talking about the same guy, but I can't no, be no, 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 sure. No. Tom Gindon's a different guy. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know you. Was about. this guy bald? No, 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 no. This guy had a full head of hair, glasses, and the glasses were on a neck thing. You know, he was a really annoying. I thought you were gonna say a gimbal. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's got to have my vision stabilized at all times. <laughs> um, you know, kind of uh, tr- trust system. What? Oh, <laughs> was he on the on the twelfth floor in security? No. Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Patrick Dempster. No, 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 no. No. Okay. No, no. He was a jerk, though. This guy was like a pain in everybody's ass. Hmm. If you saw him, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy." Don't worry, I know who you know. Who okay. You. you know who it is. You just we can't think. Of, I can't think of his name either. But if you, if I said his name, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, he was notorious." Okay, he's notorious. Full head of hair on him, though. Hmm. Um. All right. All right. Uh, that's it for me, I think. Okay. Um, Mike, I saw this and immediately thought of you. Oh. So, scientists at University of Maryland College Park oh. have been working on uh, a new textile or fabric. In local news. In local news, yes. That um responds to body temperatures by changing its physical shape and so the the strands constrict and let more air flow through hypercolor so I, I, I don't know about that oh my god but they do say later in this article that um at some point in the future it, manufacturers will be able to utilize this at a competitive uh, competitive price point and dye and decorate as they wish but i was thinking you know on a cool uh, fall day about 65 degrees. I mean, you're just pumping out the sweat, right? So pretty much. So you know this this sort of fabric would be able to detect that and turn your you know button down shirt into a nice mesh tank top, and you'd be good to go. And then when you walk into an air conditioned building or um, you know blast chiller, then it would turn back into into a normal shirt, and you could be really comfortable. Nice. It's funny you mentioned blast chiller. Uh huh. At the Building across the street from me, aka my job, um, <laughs> the road is the entire road, East West Highway, is closed to traffic in both directions this weekend while they are replacing the chiller on the roof. Nice. Yes. Cranes and everything there. 
an impressive operation. It is. It is, actually. So the chiller, is there one unit for all air conditioning needs in the in that building? I guess. It's uh I took a picture of it. It looks freaking crazy. Um it looks like a huge I mean it looks like a giant metal box. I mean Right. You know. Um yeah, I'll show it to you guys well, later. But, yeah, I'm interested but, in, uh, in seeing that. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> and so do you remember in Terminator, I don't remember if you know you guys ever saw this movie, Terminator 3: Rise of the Machines? Okay. There's a scene where uh, you know, the the two Terminators finally acquire their targets at the vet clinic where Claire Danes works. Uh-huh. And then they go on this car chase scene, and the female Terminator is driving this huge truck that's like a crane or a something truck. That's exactly what they have out front of my building here. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, the thing is, like, like they have those things to stabilize it out. Oh, yeah. And the wheels now on the truck aren't even touching the ground. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's, like, raised up now, you know? Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild. I'm anyway. impressed at, at the roads that they can handle that kind of weight and pressure on such a small area, too. You guys that's, remember, just, that's just good that engineering. Is, that is true. Do you guys remember the... Uh... Oh, God. It might have been Bush Jr. Uh, someone wanted to have... It's like, like five or six years ago. They wanted to have a military like procession in D.C. And, uh, well, that was we, Trump very recently. Yeah, but it's something... It was before Trump. They hadn't done it... Yeah, they haven't done it something like this in years and years and years in America. You know? And they were like, oh, we want the tanks to go down the thing. And D.C. was like, no, 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 no. They'll destroy the roads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because of the weight, you know? I something I always forget. You know, you don't think of roads as being like that, but apparently the road... Well, yeah, a road tank, yeah, very, probably not, yeah. Very malleable. I mean, you ever see, like, some At of the... stoplights. Yeah, like, a lot of places, like, where buses drive all the time. Yeah, like, like divots or, or... Yeah, the road is, like, fucking warped and stuff. It's because, it's like you said, that it's freaking very malleable, you know? It's not... I mean, you drive your 4,000-pound car, and it's okay, but a 20,000-pound or however much the fucking bus weighs, I don't even know. Or, like, you know, a 25,000-ton tank. No, 25-ton, not 25,000-ton. It's not an (laughs) aircraft carrier. (laughs) Four million tons. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Uh, Michael said something earlier uh that made me Google something. Uh-oh. That I hadn't thought about in years, because Michael is like it's such an old '80s soul. He said, uh, "He said, uh, what's it called hypercolor." And oh, I remember yeah. these shirts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the last person I saw wearing a hypercolor shirt was Michael. Um, <laughs> like early in the early days when I first met him, I think he's. Like, I just need a rag to put on, and he like found a he pulled out a hypercolor shirt that doesn't change color anymore. So. I I forgot about those. When I was a kid, though, it was a thing. Like, it was a huge thing. It was a big deal, you know? And I wanted one really badly because I was like, this shirt changes color. It's fucking dope. You know, I wanted one. It's like a mood ring you can wear. Wait. Yeah. So the Smithsonian has a whole article about it. And I'll post it in the thing. It's very interesting. But I'll just read one little thing from it. And they actually reference mood rings. They're like the 90s had a whole mood ring thing going on at the time. Um, 
and they were like, <laughs> they're like the metamorphic color system as genera cryptically called them. And it's like explaining like why it was such a failure. And they were like, what would happen is you'd put the shirt on, it would change color to your body and you'd be like, okay, cool. Then you'd sweat <laughs> and your sweat would change, force it to change color again, but it would change color permanently because your sweat, <laughs> the body, your sweat would like wash out the weak acid that was used to hold the color changing whatever. So hmm. it would, the shirt would just become like ruined after a while. It'd be like, so you see people walking over these washed out weird shirts. They're hyper color shirts. It's just a fucking, it's just a funny thing. That's all I <laughs> that's thought. That's funny. And also it causes skin cancer. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. It's the same thing that's in batteries apparently. Oh, and we all know that's great for you. Yeah. So, so I just Googled it. There's a, there's a line of shirts on Amazon type shadow shifter. Oh boy! Two words. Let's get them. Let's get them. That's what it is. It's a hyper color shirt, basically. It says we advise men to go one size up for a loose fit. Oh boy! Yeah, because <laughs> uh, they, they know what'll happen if it's if it's tight. And the the largest size, at least in this color, is three uh, X. Right, uh, Evan, you know what you're getting, Michael, for Christmas next year? You buy <laughs> a him shirt one so that's can, too small. We can see, yeah, too small hyper uh, shadow shifter <laughs> shirt, so we can watch him ruin it. We could just do a daily photo thing. You know, yeah. Michael, you wear I mean, this shit to do, bed uh, every day. I do, uh, you know, like shirts that are too tight. I used, I like to, I used to call those sausage shirts. You know? <laughs> and and because you look like a sausage, slip into your casing. Yeah, we need, exactly. we need to invent hypercolor underwear so you get like a permanent sweat outline of your junk. Oh boy, just like burned into the shirt, you know. I like it. No, well, not the shirt, the underwear. Right, right. It's custom. Hmm. No, I'm down. I'm with it. Um, all right. Let's on the see. on the shirts on Amazon, it shows everyone with a handprint on their stomach. Yeah, I can only assume that they're grabbing their uh, you know, their small intestine because they're absorbing the poison through their skin. And yeah, <laughs> the handprint is like just the outer layer of the of their hands just stuck to the shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Sorry. get. I'm. I'm gonna get one of these for the beach next year, James, or this this coming year. Do it, man. Do it. <laughs> that and my my giant goose. You gotta do it. Go well, I gotta get a giant something. I haven't decided what yet. We'll see. Make sure you cut the sleeves off of this shirt though, so you can get the full burn. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, I wouldn't want to leave my shoulders uh, and upper arms. You know. Yeah, you'd look weird. I gotta cook both these tattoos off. You know. So. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, man. All right. Show. Um, next up, I'm, I don't know if you guys heard about this. James, you probably heard about it at some point. Uh, Liam Neeson. So yep. he was giving interviews, going around, you know, on press junkets. Ha! Not a word you get to use every day. Um, and giving interviews for this new movie that came out this past Friday. Is it called Cold Pursuit? Sounds right. We were joking about it a long time ago. Yes, we were, because we were like, this can't be real. Like, <laughs> It's like a Zamboni driver in a small town seeks revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So it's a real movie. It came out. He was giving interviews, and he volunteered this in an interview where he said that now, this is a long, long time ago. Maybe that doesn't matter, but it was like, oh, maybe 20 years ago. Uh, a friend of his, a woman, said that she was raped. She was attacked and raped. And 
didn't know who did it, just said it was some black guy. And for like a week after that, Liam Neeson kept on like roaming the streets, like looking to get into a fight with a random black guy, any black guy, you know, like I wish a black guy would start some shit, you know, because I'll kill him. Was Liam Neeson the first white knight? What does that mean? Oh, geez. I hope I hope that's not what white knighting is. I hope it just didn't <laughs> give a new meaning to white knighting. Oh, is that a KKK thing? No, no, no but no, no. maybe you could construe it as that. It's like, you know, I, I get it's a little bit different. You know, I would say white knighting is like some random internet stranger coming to the defense of another random female internet stranger. Oh, I see. That's one of those internet things I don't know anything about. Got it. I mean, if you... All right, say you're in line at Starbucks, because I know you always are. <laughs> and and some... some Probably say some guy um, makes a comment and was like, look at that ass. Some chick in front of him, right? And another guy's like, hey, sir, that's rude. You shouldn't do that in this age of feminism. Like, that, that guy's a white knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, um, now Liam Neeson did go on to say that he, he, you know, didn't like who he was. He, he sought help, you know, whatever that means and changed his ways. Um, now, but of course everyone's blasting him saying, oh, he's a racist. He's a racist, blah, 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 which maybe they have, maybe is fine, whatever. Um, Look, man, he's like almost 80 years old, okay? Grew up in a different time. Yeah, I mean, this guy grew up when the IRA was at its peak, and and uh, Dublin was a fucking place where you could easily get murdered. Like, people, I think in America, we kind of overlook that our racism is not someone else's racism. But at the same thing, he, the, where he grew up was like, I, I mean, I don't think we even have a place in the U.S. who's ever been like Ireland in the time that he grew up. We can't even. I, I, I'm not defending his actions, but it doesn't surprise me. And the fact that he was willing to admit it and talk about it says a lot about where his head is at now. You know, so I'm not mad at him. I'm like, whatever. Who cares? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and and look, I was talking to JC about this earlier. He called me about the whole blackface thing, right? Asking me about it, what I thought about it. You know, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, some... Oh, should we talk about that, too? That's a good No, one. we don't really need to, but some senator... No, the governor of Virginia had... The, the Democratic governor Democratic of governor. And you see see the fact that Michael said oh. that tells you where his head is at on it. He's like, Democrats don't do that. That's a conservative thing. But the thing is, it's not. It's a white people Obviously, thing. it's not. Yeah, it's a whatever I, I thing. I hate to say that it's a white people thing. Like, white people... White stupid. people love blackface. No, and they love blackface. Yeah, because they don't know. <laughs> they don't know it's bad. Like to them, they're like, they're like, I don't understand why it's bad. I don't get why it's a problem. You know, Al Jolson. Yeah. So he dressed up in blackface, and JC called me to ask me what I thought about it, and I said to him the same thing I'll say to you about Liam Neeson. White people are racist. All people are racist, and human beings need someone to hate. When they are feel helpless and out of control. So people do dumb shit. I don't think inherently they're like, oh, I hate that N-word, da-da-da-da-da. I think it's more along the lines of like, for Liam Neeson's case, he felt helpless and out of control. And he's like, I need to take vengeance. 
and that totally fits with his character to me. And for the the Al Al Jolson, whatever his guy's name is, I think he's just a fucking fucking white guy. No, Al Jolson's an old actor, not the not the oh oh yeah, Al Jolson. No, Al Jolson. Yeah, he's the guy who did who originally did blackface. Yeah. Um, but um, there's these vaudeville shows that are really really bad. Like those the ones like Al Jolson. That's the recorded one. But yeah. there's the vaudeville shows where like everybody's in blackface and they have like. The, the the show one of the shows is called literally I can't tell one coon from another, you know, and the reason that's notable okay. is because the reason why the word coon is important is because in the South when you wanted to kill a raccoon you tree them, so the same thing for black people you tree the coon that's why black people that's why a, a negative word for black people is a coon, okay mm. that's why that word's important and that's why this whole thing is a thing that's one of the reasons. You know, mm-hmm. not even to mention that it's just like derogatory, you know, in general, blackface. But that's an American problem, right? Like, that's something out of, outside. Like, they have fucking Sooty Peter or whatever, or Dirty Peter or whatever. He's like the elf that helps Santa Claus in the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a, a fucking white guy in blackface, and it's perfectly fine there, and they don't see the problem with it. Danish people who are black don't understand. African people don't care. No one cares. It's just us. We're like, oh my god, you know. So, should I be outraged at a Japanese person who is talking about Hitler, or a Japanese person who's wearing blackface, or a Dutch person who's wearing blackface? No, because it doesn't mean shit to them. They don't care. Should I be outraged at an American person who, in 2019, is wearing blackface for comical purposes? Or who's like going in blackface to Halloween? Yes, I should, you know. But at the same time, as a black person, I'm so dead into it. I just expect it, you know, which is sad. But I just expect people to do shit like that. You know what I mean? It's like doesn't even matter anymore, you know. And JC made a comment to me. He's like, "Look, one year Michael went <laughs> did Halloween as Fifty Cent," and I was like, "Yeah, he didn't go in blackface." <laughs> <laughs> You know, he literally wore some pay, some some white Payless shoes, a jersey, and a fucking big G unit chain. I was like, "There's nothing wrong with that." I don't have a problem. Like there was the lady last last Halloween who went as Diana Ross, but she put Tanner on herself. That's the problem, you know. And this guy's like, "I'm trying to be Michael Jackson." I believe him. I think he was legitimately just trying to be like Michael Jackson, but instead he put this heavy coat of black shit on his face, and then he's. Even more crazily, standing next to a guy in a Ku Klux Klan outfit. I'm like, what are you doing? And who is this guy in the Ku Klux Klan outfit? <laughs> you know, why did mm-hmm. he think in like the 80s or whenever they did this that that was okay? You know, or 70s, whenever this was. But and yeah. then, you know, then the with South this, will rise again, James. Yeah. And then what this governor did, so he first he apologized for it. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. Then two days later, he said, nah, nah, it wasn't me. Yeah. That's not me in the picture. He said, you can't even <laughs> tell. And you can't tell. That's yeah. not me. So it gets better. Evan, did you hear about this at all? Oh, it does get Very better. Very briefly. It does yeah, get better. It gets better. So the lieutenant governor, they're like, okay, well, he'll take over if the governor resigns. Lieutenant governor's like, well, I'm embroiled in a slight scandal myself with women. <laughs> I love breasts or whatever. You know, like he's like a monster, right? So then they say, yeah, oh, well, don't worry, the, the secretary of whatever will take over. He's like, well, I happen to have also done blackface. Uh, I just want you to know because you're going to find out. 
So then they're like, well, who will take over? Uh, the Republican will take over. His name was drawn <laughs> out of a hat. You know? <laughs> like, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's silly. But anyway, as far as Liam Ness is concerned, I'm not mad at him. Whatever. I'm know? not mad at him. And for any... I'll say for most politicians... Well, for all politicians, they're just people. And in most cases, they're older people with a lot of dumb shit in their past. Yeah, they're just like us. It's not like you, you know, breed politicians and, you know, tell them to be upstanding citizens from the time they're three years old because they're going to hold public office. Yeah, they're people. They just got a bug up their ass one day and they said, I'm going to run for office. You know, but otherwise they're just people. Yeah. You know, so are celebrities. Like, you know, yeah. JC brought up a, a interesting parallel when he was talking to me about Kevin Hart, right? Kevin Hart's going through this whole thing. He was going to do the Oscars, and they told him someone went through his Twitter, and in Twitter he was like, I don't want my kids to be gay. I think being gay is dumb, or some shit like that. He says something about being gay, right? Mm-hmm. So he got he lost the Oscars job. Well, Kevin Hart didn't apologize. He didn't apologize because he's apologized before for this, but all the white knights and all the people who are like hyper liberal, they want to hear him fucking fall to his knees and grovel and say, I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. I don't believe that anymore. Like they want to hear him. They want to fucking him to take their load. You know, that's what they want to hear. The thing is, he is not going to apologize. He's already done it. Number one. Number two. Homosexuality is like a weird thing for black people of all in my age group. We don't really understand it. I mean, I understand it, but I understand where he's coming from. Like I it's a cultural thing. Black people very rarely are like, "Oh yeah, it's cool." You know, that's that's not how we really are. And I think for the most part, most black men, if their son said I'm gay, their first action would be to be appalled, you know, regardless of what society says they should feel. Because I don't know. It's something about being black. It's it's a different imperative for us, you know. So um, it's just different culturally because I guess there's a heavy, heavy lean towards Christianity and religiosity, if that's the right, if that's a word, you know. So nope. yeah, no. Well, I'm 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 coining it, religiosity. So religiousness, religiousness, yeah. So maybe I think mm. I think that that's what the problem is. But anyway, yeah. So. Dude, we got to stop worrying if, about this If stuff. he... People I mean, are allowed to grow and change. Yeah, and have their own opinions. Yeah, exactly. And like, if I say, yeah. I don't want my kids to be gay, I'm not saying if they are, I'm going to fucking disown them, but I wouldn't be like, man, I hope you grow up to be gay. That's yeah. my opinion. I'm yeah. not sorry about that. Yeah, and that's a that's a problem. It's, it's it, you know, America are... We're so politically correct. If someone has opinion we don't believe... Or that the the whole doesn't believe is fair. We're like, go burn in hell. I'm gonna make sure you die. I'm gonna ruin you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not cool. I, and we talked about this before. I'm bringing one last thing that I talked to JC about. Excuse me. It was like an inner coffee came up. But yeah, he mentioned the 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 people in I think it's Oregon or something who have the cake shop. You know. And they said, we're not going to serve a gay, we're not going to make cake for a gay wedding because it's against our religious beliefs. We've talked about this before, and I think I've said how I feel about this. I think they're perfectly allowed to do that, and they shouldn't try to pass a law that says they're not. You know? I agree. I don't have a problem with that. 
be hate gay people all you want. That's your prerogative. It's my prerogative to not use your business. But your business should be allowed to exist. Can you hate because, black people? I mean, I think the difference... Where I does think, it stop, James? Well, no. So that's what we talked about. Can here's, you not serve left-handed people? I mean, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Freaks! I use your right hand. I don't think you can say <laughs> to someone, because you are black... Because being black is a non-consequential thing, right? Being a different color, it's literally skin color, and that's it. Okay? Is it, James? Is it? No, well, okay. unless they say, oh, sickle cell, or some shit like that. You know? <laughs> okay. Um, but... <laughs> sickle <laughs> cell. Yeah. Sickle cell. Right. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, anyway, so unless they say something like that, you know, I don't think they can say... I don't. I'm not going to serve this person because they're race. Because that's a stupid reason not to serve someone. But if they say because of my religious <laughs> okay. beliefs, because my religious belief says it's wrong to for you for two men to be married, and this is a country we celebrate religious freedom. That's a thing. You know, it's not a matter of pigheadedness. If you say I don't want to serve you because you're black, that's being pigheaded. There's no reason. There's no literal reason to not serve someone because they're black. There's no reason. It's just because you're a piece of shit. Now, if you say, I don't want to serve you because you're gay, or because I don't want to serve your... I don't want to make what if they're not religious? They just hate gay people. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is dumb. I mean, I mean, no, but, you know, it's their right. They're allowed to. Now, if they say, oh, I just hate, pe- hate gay people, you know, it doesn't matter because the reason they're going to say they hate them is religious. They're not going to just say, I'm not religious. I just hate gay people. They're not going to say that. That's not going to be a thing. They're going <laughs> to... Everyone has think- to have a reason. And they, I hate they black might, people because they rape white women. People are going to say there's always a fucking reason. <laughs> they sure. might not be religious, but they might just you know not support gay marriage. Now, often those things go hand in hand, but as a business owner, I'm pretty sure you have the right to refuse service to anyone you want. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely true. And if they do that enough or for the wrong reasons, you know they're probably not going to be in business for a lot longer. The problem will take care of itself. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, but... I don't think I don't have a problem with it. Now, if if someone if they come in, if someone comes in and says, "I want to make a cake with the Star of David on it," I think I think they should have to do that. I think they should do that. I think that's reasonable. You know. I don't know, man. This is if, like very. It I mean, is very. Sli- this is very slippery slope type stuff. You know. It I is, mean? but it is, but you know, which ways? Which they're both slippery. So you're telling someone they can't practice their religious freedom. They, they I'm telling practice. you, their religion is dumb. How about that? That's not legitimate, though. That's not a legitimate argument. That <laughs> is a legitimate argument. I know it's dumb, but guess what? We entertain people who are like the Earth is flat. We don't entertain. We entertain that. Are you serious? We mock them. We mock we, them mercilessly. We mock them. <laughs> if it was, if I was the president of this country, I'd be like, okay, we'll line them up and shoot them yeah. and shoot them. Okay. <laughs> if Anti-vaxxers, I was in charge, shoot them. If I was in charge, I'd be like, okay. Here's all the reasons, you know, what you believe is probably incorrect. Okay? That's what I would do. But obviously, this is not my country, and this is not, like, that's not the way you run a country. You know? You have to be flexible and accept all these kind of random people with their random belief systems. You know? So, that's yeah. where we went wrong You can so believe long their ago. religion is dumb, but it's not a valid point to say their religion is dumb. Religion in seen, general is dumb. Have you seen how the Romulans run things? Okay. <laughs> With an iron fist. That's right. Of the Tal Shiar. 
<laughs> that's right. They're like that's like Section Thirty One, but you know, for Ro- for the Romulans. Yep. But I'm pretty sure a, they're they're actually recognized. Oh, is Section Thirty One like not even? Like, yeah, they're clandestine, off the books. Like, doesn't he? Oh no, what's that? Yeah, that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. it's like Section. Hmm? That's like uh, James and I both read a book where there's a government agency that's so rogue, no one's ever heard of it. <laughs> called the so clan. It's called the Bureau of Technology Control. Okay, the BTC. What is that from? Uh, Influx. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. By Daniel Suarez. What the fuck? That's a great, that's a great fucking book. <laughs> it's crazy. That is fucking nuts. But anyway. All right. So, Liam Neeson, we forgive you. Um, yeah, he's fine. He learned, he adapted, he overcame, whatever. Uh, you know, they're going to make like Taken 5 or 6 or whatever, and there's going to be some, <laughs> you know, he's going to fight for the cause of, uh, you know, worldwide peace and anti-racism <laughs> by by his his adopted black daughter getting kidnapped, and then him, he's trying to teach the Albanians, you know, tolerance or whatever. You know, in uh, Jurassic Park 2, Jeff Goldblum has an adopted black daughter. Indeed. Yes. And she she doesn't like to listen. No, she doesn't, because she's an independent woman. Wait, what's the deal with his daughter? Strong, independent black woman. She's what? Is she in porn? No, she's fictional and in the movie Jurassic Park 2, and she's black. Oh. (laughs) Although, you know who did do... um... Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's daughter did porn? I think so. I think you're correct. Uh, Also, I want to say her name is Jamie, but I don't remember what show she was on. Maybe she was like the second youngest kid in the Cosby show or something, but she did uh, something like that. She did one or two uh, videos. Not stellar. It's not giving it a three out of (laughs) ten. I mean, I'd probably give it like a six out of ten, considering, you know, the filmography... Um, and everything, you know, this was like early nineties, mid nineties. So, you know, subpar by today's standards, mm, mm-hmm. it's got the weird background music and all that stuff, but, uh, you know, got an Evan score of six out of 10. Though. That's not you bad. make do. <laughs> you make do. I like that. All right. Let's move on to the, the last one here in the news. Um, I just wanted to hear your guys reaction to this. I thought this was interesting. I want to see if you guys you think this guy has a valid point. 27-year-old man plans to sue his parents for having him without his consent. They had me for their joy and their pleasure. It's true. Parenting, I won't say parenting, conceiving a child is one of the most selfish things you can do in this entire world. Mm-hmm. So this is in India, in New Delhi. The guy, Raphael Samuel, said that children aren't indebted to their parents and that children should ask their mothers and fathers, quote, for an explanation as to why they gave birth to you, end quote. If this was in America, I would say this would actually go somewhere, (laughs) given, you know, today's uh, outrage climate and everything like that. 
Um, but in so India, I didn't ask I'm, to be here, Dad. Yeah, I'm sure this is like you should have asked my consent before I was born. <laughs> like, okay, James. Like Morse, Morse James, code from the sonogram. It. I want to hear it. Let's hear it, James. This, Come on. Since this is in India, this will go nowhere. Absolutely not. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, number one, this is on the Blaze. You are really pushing Michael with this. What's the, what's the Blaze? Tell me. You know, know what the blaze is. I have no Cuck idea. Cucknewsmedia.com. I mean, it's... it's it's. Um, oh, is this ultra... Is this like Alex Jones, but for liberals? Yeah, it's ultra right-wing. It's ultra right-wing. Look at their... Go, click on the main page. Oh, so it's like Alex Jones. Okay. Not I mean, it's Alex not, it's not as liberals. far as Alex Jones, though. It's by... What's the guy's name? Uh, he used to be on Fox News, but he was too radical for Fox News. I forgot his name, man. Ooh. But I mean, you look at the front page. It's got the fucking racist West Virginia piece or K- Kentucky pieces of shit in MAGA hats who are Glenn Beck, who are making Glenn Beck. That's it. It's got them, and he's making these guys are making fun of an Indian Native American veteran <laughs> who served in the Vietnam War. Oh yeah, in we their talked about MAGA that. Didn't hats. We? Yeah, we talked about it. Tennessee mom carries dying baby to term despite prognosis. What she did next blessed cunt countless life. Get the fuck out of here. Trump Trump big silence on socialist green new deal. Get the fuck out of here. Watch John Miller destroy Elizabeth Warren's identity crisis. It's just ridiculous, dude. So anyway, that's the reason this is up here. This is up here because they they want they they need something crazy and radical to attack. This is obviously this guy's either he's trolling or in India, being a kid is way different than here. And I'm not saying he's right or it's okay. I'm just saying that the commitment you have to make to your parents is way different than we. You know? Evan's like, fucking, when'd you move? Your third, like, early 30s? 26? 26. Wait, move where? To Tennessee. Oh, 29. So, 29. So, or just we'll say 26. 26, Evan fucked off and moved out of his dad's house. Was that, yes. Is that accurate? He That's fucked correct. off, moved out of his dad's house. Okay, he's not monetarily supporting his father. He's not taking care of his dad. He just moved, or extended family, or extended family, and that's perfectly fine here. In India, it's a completely different story. It's a serious commitment. Like you're basically born as like the next generation to take care of. Like they're moving in with you. <laughs> they're following you wherever you're going. You and your wife are gonna have to deal with them, and it's a whole thing. You know. So, and I've, I know people whose parents live with them and they're ready to blow their fucking brains out. So do I think he's like, I mean, obviously it's stupid to be like, you should have asked before you, before you had me, or you should have thought about me before you had me. I mean, it's obviously dumb, you know, like everybody is grateful to be alive. You know, being alive is much better than not being alive, but but how do we know? Maybe being dead, maybe, maybe not existing is dope as fuck. I don't know. We'll all find out sooner. That's or later. what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's get the ball rolling here. Who's got the guns? We'll all, we'll all find out. What up? I was I was about to say I was like take jump out of your window. Then I was like no, he'll just fall like three it's feet like into I'll the grass. A couple. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, whatever, man. This is like uh, it's like am I nothing but a retirement plan to you, mom? I think that's what it is in 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 India. But this is obviously, like, these guys just don't even, like, they just put all kinds of stuff. Like, they've got a post here. 
Bozo, Jeff Bezos on instruction, I decided to publish exactly what they sent to me. And I guarantee you this article is like fucking rancid as fuck. This is from the Scientific American. Oh, no, that's your fucking thing. Where's this Jeff Bezos post? <laughs> oh, when you click on it, it doesn't go anywhere. It opens and closes immediately. I don't know. It must be an ad. Something must be saving me. It's sponsored content. It's bullshit. But yeah, I mean, that's a whole other thing. We should be talking about it or not. What's that? Mr. Bezos? Yeah, that's really interesting. In regards to his divorce or yeah. what? In regards to his divorce and his dick pics. But that oh, story is so... I know about that. Yeah, that story is so elaborate that I didn't want to bring it up because there's so many... Like, I'd have to draw a timeline on a whiteboard and, like, post it on the web. It's a lot going on. Can we that. talk about it next week? Uh, Can we do it? I guess. Maybe. Can we get into yeah, it? We'll see. Well, no, we'll no, see. no, we'll see. Well, Let's I mean, do it. You'll love it. Michael, this is it. A, it's right up Plan your alley because it. it's a massive conspiracy. I've heard a little bit about it, about it, but I really haven't heard the whole shit, so right, I I'll, would... I'll, I wouldn't. Is I'll, there blackmail involved? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely a tale. There's no doubt. And even though Jeff Bezos is not a great person, he's like a boss on this one. Okay. Very nice. So yeah, I'll I'll uh I'll 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 write something up about it. I'll put something together. Please, James. Is right. he going to you mentioned dick pics, I don't know anything about this, but since it's out there, is he going to push for an Amazon porn network and is he going to become an actor like fuck you? Here's your blackmail right here. That'd be great, and I, I hope not. Apparently, his dick's pretty nice, though. Apparently, he's got a nice hog. Like, I, I don't I doubt it, it myself, but it's apparently pretty nice. It's, it's, it's reported that it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Christian Science Monitor recently released a, a statement. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's like he's, it's legit. He's well meted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny you say the Christian Science Monitor. In uh, in Chevy Chase, I always pass this place, the Christian Science Reading Room. I'm always like, huh. Is it just a Christian bookstore? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> How many Christian books are there? It's like only one that matters. That's right. Have you heard the good news? <laughs> <laughs> Have you found your Lord and Savior, Jesus Dude, Christ? Dude, <laughs> I like can he just was imagine. The whole time, man. <laughs> I could just imagine, you know, the episode of Rick and Morty where they're on the female like run planet and their greeting mm-hmm. is like, you know, I'm here for you or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great if you walk into the bookstore and they're like, hello, do you have a moment to speak about our Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> Hopefully that not. Maybe I'll have to go yeah. there and confirm. Yeah. But... Just... <laughs> Evan, were you the one who told us you invited some people into your house? Yes. Latter-day Saints. Which I've, I have uh, I asked, and they generally do prefer to be called Latter-day Saints um, or LDS members instead of Mormon. Mormon refers to the old ways, uh, the hedonistic, heathen ways of the Latter-day Saints. So they said, you have a moment to speak about blah, blah, blah. And you said, absolutely, come on in. Well, okay, so the first... I don't remember if that's how they opened, but they came to the front door, and um, I think, you know, just said, hello, 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 hello. And I asked, um, oh, would you like to come in after they 
after I knew it was going to take a little bit, but it was two women and they asked, uh, is there a female in the house? I said, no. They said, then we cannot. So, uh, we talked on the porch for a while. And, uh, when they came back there, they actually brought an additional female. So I guess they, they figured they just outnumbered me. Um, so that was fine. Uh, so three women, but not mm-hmm. two. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, they, they figured three of them could take him. Right, but although I I have a feeling they are, they were still sorely mistaken. <laughs> I mean, they were all like five five and under one hundred and sixty pounds. So right. you received so... the you received the six foot two, four hundred pound black guy experience right there. That's what it means to be black for a fucking big ass black guy. They're like, oh, you'll rape us. Never mind. I'm not gonna come in your house. Jesus can wait till next time. Yeah. So they but came. But I was not uh, offended. I understood because. Yeah. You know, it was, honestly, it was either. a little bit of. It was like a backhanded compliment to me. Is it? It's like you seem. So when powerful. did they, when so did like, they come back? Uh, a week after the porch conference. And they said we would come back or they, they just showed back up and you're like, oh, hello. Oh, no. It was scheduled. It was They're scheduled. Like, would, would you have. Uh, would you be interested in. In a, a second meeting, because they they handed me the Book of Mormon, you know, the good book, and recommended a couple sections to read, because we were talking about, you know, what happens after you die, and you know, we gave our different theories because, of course, no one knows. Um, and then I read that it was like two or three chapters, and then they came back the a week later, and we had about forty five minute discussion about the reading and things in general. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going on my mission. I'm convinced. Six months from now. And uh Yeah. Evan, so Evan, out the front door into my future. Evan, obviously you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want. I'm just curious about why you felt the need to engage you know, these I people. I don't I don't talk to enough people. Um so it was more of a conversational exercise. I thought maybe you were trolling, but there's no one there. So, like, you know, when I was, like, engaging the Kmart person in front of James, that was just to troll James, you know. But uh-huh. I don't know about that, but. Uh, like, she's like, would you like to join our, our membership program? I'm like, well, please tell me more. Yeah, well, <laughs> what, are, what are the benefits I can expect? <laughs> yes. Dude, I did I, that exactly. James said, like, what the fuck? Sucker. I never engage those people because I'll just get like, I'll just end up being like, oh, okay. I get guilted into it and then I regret it later. So I don't even talk to them. Like, Evan, I don't. And, and look, religious people are dangerous because they start telling you shit and you're like, man. You're like, that makes right. a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. The Lord did intend for me to blah, 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 or whatever. <laughs> you know? It just, it's, you know, I mean, I don't know. I have a feeling maybe they couch it very well, but, or, you know, whatever you want to call it, but say it very well. But the, the Mormon story from what I've heard is quite insane. Oh, it is. So it's it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard, but you know, as a, as their, their core values, you know, you can agree with a lot of them. They advocate fasting for spiritual enlightenment. That's one perk. They do uh, a lot of good volunteer work. They encourage, you know, family loyalty, which is good if your family is not garbage. You know, if they're garbage, just leave. Just fuck them. Um, <laughs> you don't need your family dragging you down. And, you know, just a bunch of positive things. 
Shit, Bill and, Cosby did volunteer work too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't disagree with a lot of it, but the whole, you know, um, thing about, you know, like John Smith was uh, the son of God, wrote this book in, you know, 1873 or whatever. Yeah. And, and um, you know, it was, it was, it was translated perfectly word for word. Uh, unlike the other ones that have been, you know, edited and and influenced. Yeah, it is. So that's weird. What what they say, uh, Jesus. Um. Like God has all these wives and all. Like here, here's the thing, right? The Bible at the end of it, and this is when I was like kind of a devout Christian or leaning, starting to fade away, but I was like still into it. The first time I was exposed to the whole Mormon doctrine. Um. The Bible says no part of this book shall be altered or edited, basically under penalty of death. It basically says something along those it's lines. Like copyright 1943. Well, you know, like copyright, <laughs> eight, you know, eight. Six AD. Like, how yeah. do you know what copyrights were back then? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It basically <laughs> says something along those lines. So then, to me, the Book of Mormon is a violation of that. So if you're a Christian, you cannot follow the Book of Mormon, plain mm-hmm. and simple, because it's an addition. You know, and it's a ridiculous addition at that. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Now, here's the thing: as a person, man of science, how do you say what is it? What is ridiculous? You know, uh, a handsome white guy with a beard from the Middle East who turns water into wine. You know, or a handsome white guy from 1836 who goes into a cave and finds two more tomes. What's ridiculous? It's all ridiculous, I guess. I don't know, but anyway. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is like. I thought you were talking about me for half a second, and I was like, "Oh, never mind." No, no, no. no. I'm not from the Middle East. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean this this brings up a good point. This is why we need time travel. Yeah, it's true. So I'll say that another James, get on it. As a man of science, James, I think you are. Oh. There is no more perfect person. Did they talk about the the John Smith's uh, whole divining rod thing. I bet they didn't talk about that. I, you know, honestly, we didn't get that far. Next time you gotta ask him. It's like I threw them out. <laughs> Next time, if they come back to your house, you gotta ask them. What happened with the whole divining rod thing? So do you guys still do that? Do you still find water Evan, with, with how sticks? how old were these people? Um, I would say the oldest uh, between twenties, thirties. I'll just say early twenties, yeah, early to mid twenties. The, the, the missionaries are young. Where were, were they any, from? Were any of them attractive? Uh, one of them absolutely. She Poor had girl. uh. Oh, here we go. Curly, brown hair, fantastic <laughs> smile. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, hell of a handshake, too. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Strong. Uh, strong. This is a strong woman in every good way possible. Where other than, from? You know, uh, I believe they were all from Tennessee. I don't know if they were from this, from Memphis. What the hell? Um, and James... Yeah. There were definitely some some bosoms. Oh, there in this are. One. Yeah. Mormons this is, are like oof. the Jews of America. They're yes. some thick bitties. I mean, they make yeah. they grow them thick, man. I thought now, Jews were the Jews of America. No, no, no. <laughs> Jews are the they're they're the black women of white women. This no. is really weird, Yeah, man. they are. But they I will are, say cuz they're thick. An thick. unfortunate feature <laughs> Uh, about her was that she was wearing a wedding ring. Ooh. So she was taken. Too bad. 
And, you know, the, the modern day Latter day Saints do not follow the old ways of polygamy. So there's see, really no chance. See, James, this is where we could have lost Evan, much like you lost your other friend. Yeah, I know. I, know. Um, I mean, I, I would have married her. Yeah. Like yes. the the second we shook hands within the first ten seconds of meeting, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I so, will dedicate the rest of my life to you. So that's what this was to about. Okay. Those cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the problem, right? They know. They know what they're doing. You know, they know what sells, and they know how to bring people in. You know, a beautiful woman, a pretty smile. And then some, some a crafted message to make you feel like this is what you need in your life. You know, they know exactly what they're doing. And that's another thing. Like, an, a religion that changes its stripes with, with, uh, with the times, like, a polygamy is wrong. Racism is wrong. You know, like, Mormons are, like, some of the biggest institutional racists there are, right? Like they, I believe they, it. They specifically had shit in the Book of Mormon that was like, oh, Black people are like apes from God knows where from another planet or something. Like they said crazy shit about black people. Hmm. I have you know? heard that some communities in Utah are still not very friendly to yeah. colored America. Yeah. They're fucking nuts. So that's another reason why I will always have a problem with Mormons. You know, they don't they don't like uh black people. They have a mm-hmm. huge problem with them. And it's just it's just a you know, it's a bullshit ideal that John Smith, because he was a huge fucking racist piece of trash. But these guys, they, I mean, they, they changed their doctrine, you know? Here's the thing. Most religions, there's one rule when you're leading people in a religious way. And Catholicism teaches us better than anything else, although they're starting to stray now. No matter how repugnant your thought process is, no matter how stupid or degenerate the way you think is, you cannot change. Because belief is all you have. The faith of the people who believe, because you've gotten people to believe crazy shit. Now you have to stick to your guns. No matter how ridiculous, no matter how the times have changed, now you have to stick to it. You know, when aliens come and say, there is no God, we are your God, we created you, there will still be a Catholic church saying, nope, there's a God. Yep, the God created you, which created us. Yeah, exactly. The Catholic church will stick to their guns no matter what. Mormons still, oh boy, hating black people is now unsavory. Polygamy, unsavory. Let's pull out of that one. Let's get that out of here because now it's bad, you mm-hmm. know? And I can't respect that. If you're going to be an asshole, be a fucking asshole. Now, to be fair, they started shunning polygamy fairly early on, sort of in the late 1800s. Um, officially, it was outlawed in like 1896 or something like that, you know, outlawed within the church. Now... Since you bring up sticking to your guns, I assume you also obviously have a problem with Scientology because if you know some some new issue comes up, they'll be like, "Oh, uh, we just discovered the, another hidden work from L. Ron Hubbard that we did not know about." Um, it's it has been, you know, translated. Fucking, I say translated. He wrote in English. Um, <laughs> did he? <laughs> And uh, so the, the new knowledge is is now part of our part of our beliefs. Uh, don't forget to pay ten thousand dollars to read it and all that stuff. But I will say one positive thing about Mormonism and the Latter Day Saints is that they actually encourage, embrace, and study all of the different versions of the Bible. 
Whereas, you know, some Christians and Catholics like only King James is the absolute truth. Right. So that's, that is like the beauty of Christianity right there. I love that about being a Baptist, a Southern Baptist. I've said this before. Being a Southern Baptist is like fire and brimstone and hate <laughs> all rolled into one. You know, but fucking if you're a Baptist, they're like, they're like, don't worry, son. All other religions are wrong. Everyone else is going to hell. You know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, Jewish people, I feel so bad for you. You're going to hell. You're going to burn in hell. Muslims, I'm so sorry. You're going to burn in hell. There's a place for you in hell. You know, that's what they all believe. It's beautiful. It's fucking so clean and so pure. You know, it's wonderful. There's no room for flexibility. You know, it's fucking like, oh, iron fucking clad. Mm-hmm. I luck and respect that. I wonder if, if that's why black people don't like gay people. It is. One of, one of the reasons. Religious. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Because uh, because there's no room. There's no room for change or growth. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Spanish people are the same way. Because yeah. they have a huge, because Catholicism does not leave wiggle room for any of that shit. You know, there's just not any place for it. The, the the Vatican, I think, is starting to realize, oh, gay people are a thing now. We can't pretend they don't exist. And all our priests are basically gay, it seems like. So we're going to have to do something about this. But, you know. What, they never harass young girls? It's always they young do. boys? They do. But I think they're exposed to more boys. And it's easier for them. Because hmm. the male imperative is to not tell anybody you were molested by a man. It's embarrassing and humiliating. You know? So you wouldn't do it if it happened to you. You know? It takes a lot for that shit to come out. Hmm. But yeah. So Thanks Evan, enough. you were you were not swayed. I was not. Thank God. When was this? Uh it must have been like a month ago now. Are they coming back around? No. I told them uh, I would I may see them at a service someday. But that uh, I feel like I would be wasting their time, and I should come to the to know the Lord in my you know myself in my own time. He's such a smooth fucker. <laughs> He's like this bitch is a married fucker. I'm out. <laughs> it was a hard pass for me, dude. Was she, was she there the first time? Yes, she's the one with the spectacular handshake. Right, and she makes eye contact when you talk. The others, like. Very timid and just you know weak. Oh, so she's They're the weak-minded. Leader. She's the leader for sure. She was. Yeah. Does she know? Um, so Does she know that all... you're obsessed with her? <laughs> no. <laughs> and they were all from Tennessee, you said right? I think so. Yes. So it's funny. Um, a buddy of mine did this. He did it for love because he's an idiot. But he... Evans, like, I get it. Yeah, I get it too. I mean, I, know. I get it. Yeah, pussy's powerful, dude. Pussy's powerful. But he went to the coolest thing, I think, was he got to go to Brazil or something for like a year to do his mission. And he learned mm-hmm. Portuguese and all this kind of shit. And he was living in a house with a bunch of other Mormon white guys. And they were riding bikes everywhere. The same shit they do here, they're doing it everywhere. They do it all over the world. And their white t-shirts and their white shirts, black ties, black pants with their little placards and their fucking bikes. I believe that's a, that's a Jehovah's Witness. No, no, he was a Mormon. Maybe Jehovah's Witnesses do it too. Maybe but... the maybe the men and women just dress dress differently. Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, one of the questions that I asked upon our first meeting 
was I was questioning their beliefs to their face. Um, I asked, "Did you grow up in the church?" And the confident one, my future, your future wife that never wife. will be. Um, <laughs> she did, my bad. She did. She did. Okay. She did. Yes, her her uh, her partner did not. So and she was the one who didn't, you know, make a bunch of good uh, good eye contact. She was less confident. So I'm pretty sure she doubts. Wait, so, the confident you know, one? No, the the less confident one did not grow up uh, in okay. in the uh, the Mormon faith. Right. You know, I don't and actually that. the third one. Sorry to interrupt. The third one who no, came no, no. who came back, she was actually raised Catholic, Mike, and uh, found the Catholic Church had. You know, didn't have the answer she was looking for, and but John Smith did. When did she change? I didn't ask how old she was, but I got the feeling she was, you know, a teenager or something. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like I think I feel like Catholicism is losing a lot of their ranks because of the whole priest thing. I think most Catholics are pretty shaken by that because it's it seems like it's not a a singular event that it seems like it's becoming like a theme now. And a lot of it's like shaking to a lot of shaking a lot of Catholic Catholics to their core. I, uh, I read a uh, an article that said that religion is in general is down, like yep. everywhere basically. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I also compared prayer uh, to the placebo effect, and that went over well. Ah! Did it really or no? You being sarcastic? Uh, somewhat sarcastic. <laughs> One of them actually understood my point. Uh, the other two were like, nah, a prayer is real. I was like, so is the placebo effect. <laughs> yeah. You know, speak of the devil, I'm getting a phone call from my mom. She calls me and she's like, I'm going to pray for your job. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, you need me on the phone for this, don't you? She's like, yeah, I do. So what? Like, okay, I'm sitting on the phone. <laughs> it's a thing she does. She does it because she's very religious. She believes, you know, whatever. I'm not knocking her belief. No, I mean, that's fine. I just don't get on the phone part. No, because she wants me to be there for the prayer, I guess. I don't know. It's important to her, you know. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, she's doing her thing. And the thing is, and we have a friend, actually, who's like this. And the thing is, like, I feel like I hate to say this, you know, because I don't view my my mom as weak. But she believes, you know, intensely. She grew up with that belief. And I think the thing about belief is it's in a life where nothing is static and everything's always changing. Belief and faith and the church is the same. So it's it's like a stalwart aspect of your life. You know, it's like a, a solid a, foundation, a solid foundation is a pillar. You know, that you can rely on, even though you're just shouting into the void, save me, Jesus, or this, that, and the other thing, Jesus, or I need money for my rent, Jesus. You know, when you should be out getting a second job or something, you know, you're depending on Jesus to help you, but whatever, you know, or you go and get the second job and say, Jesus guided me this job. No, Craigslist guided you the job, but whatever. 
Um, yeah, and you applied for it. Yeah, like Lord, Jesus didn't fill out your job application. What I always, you, well, you know, what I always like, the Lord helps those who help themselves. See the fucking placebo effect. Yeah, exactly. Right? No, you help yourself. You're right. Simple. So you help yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, the, the Lord will provide. The Lord is that. in all of us. So the Lord will provide, but the Lord helps those who help themselves. So you know, yeah. There you go. But, if there's a positive aspect of religion, I guess for a number of people, it provides a like a point of focus throughout their entire life, which can be good. It's a crutch. It, it, that's a good way to put it. It's mm-hmm. a crutch. That's how I feel. You know, it's a crutch. You need to like life is a fucking hard place. The world, you know, it's funny. Nothing else needs Jesus except for you. You know, <laughs> and all the, all the, all everyone like you, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need a crutch. Like I need to focus my attention on like, like my personal it. responsibility is yeah. absolved. It's in the hands of God now. Yeah. And that's another thing. Yeah. Your personal, yeah. That's how I think people view it. It's like, oh, I'm not personally responsible for this. I just, you know, whatever. This is how, you know, I can be a piece of shit who hates abortion and hates people's right to do whatever they want with their bodies. I can be a piece of shit who decides that my view on um, at a military funeral is okay because it's okay at dude, church says it's okay. You yeah. know? And this giant group of people around the world also supports me. Yeah, exactly. You know? I can put somebody like Trump. I can look past everything Trump's done and be like, yeah, he's fine because he supports us. He's, you know, he's, he's our pat. He's going to give us power. You know? Even though what you want is clearly against the foundations of what this country is about. You know? Anyway. Good talk. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And how. Yep. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to uh, Okay. Stranger Danger. Fine. Who, has, who has the first item here? I have both of them, actually. Oh, okay. So, how does Spotify make money? Of course, they have subscriptions, and that's sort of a, a facetious question, but um, they like to advertise, and they don't like people using ad blockers. So if you pay for a subscription, I'm pretty sure you're unaffected by this, but if you just listen to Spotify, you know the free version, um, if they find out that you're using an ad blocker, they are going to start strongly considering... Uh, suspension or termination of your free account because they got to make that money. So what about if you're paid for the service? Are there then no ads or are there ads on paid Spotify? Yes. Really? No, no. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't uh, know how it works. I, I think there are no ads on paid Spotify, but I would think there are no ads on paid CBS All Access, but that's not true. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, now I do have a Spotify account, but I have never actually used it, so I don't know. James, do you? Can you speak to this? I have a Spotify account, and the I pay. I signed up for a subscription when I did. I probably haven't paid it this month, but uh, there were no ads that I saw, and I used okay. blockers. But I also. I angered okay Google. <laughs> um but there's no uh there are you use ad blockers or you don't use ad blockers. I do use ad blockers. Oh my god. So you don't know no, if they're ads no, or not. Google. Okay, goodbye. Oh boy. 
she's upset. <laughs> she's all riled up now. Um, I told, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the times I've used Spotify, I've only used it with, um, my, an app, the app, and the mm-hmm. app doesn't have ads that I can see or that I notice. And there's no ad blocker on my phone. On my computer, I've tried to use it. I can't log into their site for some reason, and I just gave up trying to connect to it in my computer. So, like, all right, whatever. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, I, do, I don't have an answer for you on the paid service, but for their free service, um, they don't want they want you to watch their ads so they can make money. So, starting March 1st, these new uh, updated terms of service will go into effect, and you'll probably see a lot of people's accounts get banned, but I'm sure there will be a way around it again in the near future. And on to the next article. Mike, I thought about, well, I thought about all of us for this one, actually. Um, A new feature of Skype, which, of course, we all use on a daily basis, um, (laughs) has a blur my background feature. So, and they mentioned this, uh, Con Marie lady we talked about last week or the week before. It's like, if you don't feel like tidying up, just blur your background and have a messy ass blurred background. <laughs> I see. That's so just a, an interesting feature, I guess, you know, um, if you want to do your friends a favor and blur out that live, laugh, love, basic bitch nonsense, you know, in your kitchen, if you're on a, a, a web conference, then you can do everyone a favor. The, oh, it uses it uses AI, one of those the buzzword there, artificial intelligence, to recognize your face and hair, and uh, and your body and blur everything around it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or just but if you got foreground, I mean, it could, you know. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So, I mean, it's I still going to show a mess, but it's. I love this imaginary Skype call that's going on in the image. It's like yeah. a cute girl looking off into the sunset. Another girl's like, hey, biatches. And yeah. then some of the girls like, oh, my God, it's Megan doing her thing again. And then a dumbass bitch with her dog. And yep. I'm just like, this is my child. Who's having this call? Like, who who are these people right now? This is weird. The first chick's cute, though. It's it's like she plans. could get it. Who uses who? I don't know a person who uses Skype. Well, I do know one person actually, a guy. Your, helps your set mother? Up. No, no, no. She doesn't use it. She doesn't do any voice chats. Get out of here. Any video chat. But <laughs> I, I know a guy who uses uh, a guy who I helped set up for his own podcast the other day, who uses Skype to do his calls, and because uh, Skype uh, does video recording now, you can do recording with Skype. Uh, is it built in? It's built in now. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So he uses Skype for that, and uh, I was helping him do it. And I installed Skype on my computer, and of course Skype's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like I'm your most hated app. You're like, how time. do I close this fucking app? Yeah, it won't close. Yeah, and the thing is, Skype is like real player for 2016, and it won't <laughs> go away. You know, and they, 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 even though they know, like they have to know. Like I didn't discuss this with pre-discuss this with Evan. Me and Evan never talked about the problems with Skype, but. Everyone knows. Anyone who's used Skype knows what the problem is with Skype. It won't fucking go away. It's like a fucking... It's like injecting cancer into your balls. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta hack them off. Yeah, (laughs) gotta just cut the balls off. Because balls are where pee comes from. (laughs) 
Sorry. Pee is stored I, in the balls. Pee stored the balls. Extra <laughs> slash overflow pee is stored in the balls. Just there like you your know. car has an overflow gas tank. That's right. Right. AKA the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's in your trunk. Yeah. I don't think I have Skype installed right now, but um, I always have. Can you not? Yeah. I just yeah. I just looked. Apparently, I don't have it installed. I thought it must be on here, but for some reason, but well, I you am, know, it comes with Office or comes with something. You know, yeah, I am still installed. running Windows Seven. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's why when you install Windows Ten, you're gonna get the Skype app. It's gonna be on your computer. Yes. But um, I am. I am. Uh, I'll say of the camp in the camp where I have all of my system tray icons displayed. So if I ever need to quit Skype, I'll just right click and exit the uh, or kill the process. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. Mine. Most of my stuff is. I have four things going. It's the headphone thing, mumble, and then <laughs> Windows antivirus, and then Steam. That's it. There are eight things on mine. So. NVIDIA. Oh, yeah, I got I NVIDIA. I got the uh, Logitech gaming software. I'm surprised you don't have that up there, James. I do. Uh, that's what I have. Yeah, that's what, that's what I said for the headphones. The headphones thing. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I also have virtual clone drive because you never know when I need to mount an ISO. Oh, my God. I used wow. to running, but that's... I don't know why you would anymore. <laughs> so, you know <laughs> what I, I thought about the other day? And I was like, oh, my God, remember we used to use this all the time? Demon tools. Oh, yeah. Yes. Daemon, Daemon tools. God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up right Which now. Which I had forgotten about. And then I was Googling it the other day. I was like, ah, it's still a thing. Um, so I switched now to like using. The same, the same idea, right? Yeah. I haven't used it in so long. Wow. I use. So uh, these days, and I've been doing this for a few years now, I use a program called Power ISO, mm-hmm. yeah. which I actually ended up buying a license for at some point. And so I use that here at home if I need to, or I even have it installed on my computer at work. So is that sanctioned whatever. software? Probably not, but whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm my own boss. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I remember using this. Although I, uh, I think Windows 10, you can just mount an ISO. I don't think you need yeah. to do anything. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm still like, let me let me go enable the virtual drive, mounted ISO, and da 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 da. You know, for some reason, I still have one mounted. Or no, it's just the history. It's like Justice League 2017.ISO. Oh jeez. <laughs> huh. oh, you got the whole ISO? What the hell? I guess you? so. Jeez. I don't remember that? You know, I downloaded a lot of garbage. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. All right, entertainment, James. I think um, this is, this first one's yours. Yeah, something so, about angels and yeah, and Al- big eyes. Alita, Tell us what what the Alita, deal is. Battle angel or battle angel Alita. Uh, yeah, I watched like seven or eight reviews. I was hoping it'd be good, but I was like, it's not going to be good. Um, and I watched like a bunch of reviews. I watched a bunch of videos about it from reviewers I trust. The Rotten Tomato scores aren't the best, but all the reviewers that are kind of like normal people, <clears throat> and it's not out yet. I haven't seen it, but I wanted to mention it because I want people to go see it. If you thought, oh, this is going to be crap, I want people to go see it because apparently 
this is the anime adaptation we've been waiting for. Like James Cameron, Robert Rodriguez scored big. Like this is like it's like I was gonna say Robert Redford. (laughs) Robert Redford, he plays Alita. It's amazing. (laughs) The CGI work on his face is like beautiful. Um, No, um, so yeah, Robert Rodriguez does it from he's from El El Mariachi. If you've seen that, if you haven't seen that. Fix your life. Go see that. It's an easy movie to watch. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's the predecessor to Desperado um, and uh, Sin City. You probably know him from that uh, and a bunch of other stuff he's done. But uh, he's a great director. He directed the movie for James Cameron. It's James Cameron's love child. He's he frequently bought... a collaborator with um, what's his name? Tarantino. Yeah. Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Um, so James Cameron actually owns the rights to Alita: Battle Angel. He bought them before Avatar. Because he's like, oh, this is like he bought them right after he did Aliens. He's like, this is gonna be a great movie. He's like, I really want to make this movie. So he bought the rights to it, and then he started working on it. And he's like, oh, I can't, there's no way I can make this good. It's gonna look like shit. So then, people are saying Avatar was a test bed to see if CGI was good enough and believable enough that you could make full CGI characters. So of course, I think we all, whether we say now in hindsight that Avatar was a good movie or not. It was a beautiful movie, and we believed in the world of Pandora. Like we thought the world was cool, and you get well your your delete your disbelief is well suspended when you watch it. You know, I I feel I still feel that way, even though I don't think the movie necessarily was a great movie. You know, I can tell you this: when I first watched it, the first five minutes, I was like, "This is stupid. These big blue monsters are dumb." And at the end, I was trying to see uh, the other one, the female. Avatar, I don't know what they were. What are they called? Avatoni, I don't know. The female Avatar aliens, I was trying to see those tits. Like, I was trying to see those <laughs> cheeks. And she was just wearing, like, a string, just some strings over her chest. And I was like, let me just see a blue nipple, please. You know, I was desperate, you know? And I wanted to see him, see him beat those cheeks. I want to see him, like, fuck her tail. I was trying to see all of it. Like, if there's some Avatar porn, like, some, not, 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 like, one with just people with blue makeup, but, like, Someone like really like made some avatar porn. I want to see it. I Send think there is, me. isn't there? Link me. Okay. <laughs> there is, but it's mostly like people in blue makeup. Um, but anyway, this I didn't think about that until just recently, like just last night when I started watching the Alita Battle Angel stuff, and they were talking about the connection to Avatar. And I was like, man, I was so sold that I went from disliking it to really being infatuated with um I think it's Chloe uh not Chloe, um Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldano's character. You know, I was thinking, man, oh my god! And I is think she playing Alita? No, no. Uh, Rosa Salazar is playing Alita. She's like a complete—I don't say a complete unknown. She's been in some things, but if you, if okay, if you don't know who she is, don't Google her. I'm sure we've all seen Alita. Like we know what it looks like. We've seen the big eyes. We've seen the face. If you, I googled Rosa Salazar, and I watched the first video. And in the first video, they show her, they show Alita and they show her immediately. The two pictures flash together. And I was like shocked at how ugly Rosa Salazar was compared to Alita. You know, like she just, she has bags in her eyes and she's not that attractive. Obviously she's an actress. So there's really good pictures of her and really bad pictures of her. And it just so happens in that video, which is a 20th century Fox video, kind of like a release behind the scenes thing about the CGI behind it. 
she doesn't look good. She looks like bad. Her hair is like kind of messed up and she doesn't look great. But um, the CGI, it just how immersed like I got into it. Now, if you're an anime fan, they say you're going to really love it. Like you're going to be like, okay, cool. No big deal. Like you're going to be told you're going to sold, you know, like you'll get it. And people are saying it's a genre fan movie. So if you're into like superhero shit or uh, anime shit or manga shit or something like that, you're going to be like, yes. But they said that in general, the movie's semi-family friendly, but ultra sort of ultra violent. But you'll walk away feeling like, okay, it's good. But they said the story isn't completely told. So they're kind of pushing for a sequel. Um and I did some research about the manga. The manga is like nine volumes long, which is fucking massive. They said that this only covers the first two or three volumes. Uh, it's all crammed together. And they said after those nine volumes, it ran from 90 to 95. Then there's another either a new release or a new version that's still ongoing. They're still making Alita Banna Angel in one form or another. Um. So I don't know what that means. I mean, if Hollywood makes it or not, but they say the opening is going to be, they, 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 they imagine the opening is going to be really bad, like $15 million on a $150 to $250 million movie. So I'm hoping that it's, that, you know, everyone says it's going to be a sleeper hit. Like it's going to be a big hit. Like every single reviewer I saw is like, this movie's great. So I just want to say that. So if people who listen to the show are thinking about seeing it, you should go see it. Take your kids above, like take your teenage kids. Um, there's no nudity. It's not sexualized. People, there's a term called born sexy. Born sexy yesterday. You've heard that? No, no. So born sexy yesterday refers to a TV or movie trope. It's very popular in Japanese culture. Um, I've seen it lots and lots and lots. I didn't know what it was called until yesterday, but basically it's like Lilu, you know, born sexy yesterday. So basically, you have a really hot chick who is essentially an idiot, you know, but she's powerful in some way, but she's emotionally a child. And basically, the audience is the audience views her antics through a male who she relies on as like the hero, smartest guy in the world for everything. And she's his emotional, like, basically, it's every guy's fantasy to have some hot chick who doesn't think you need to change and thinks you're perfect. And it's a negative, it's a very negative kind of thing, but it's designed specifically to cater to men's needs to have a hot chick who doesn't want expect anything of them because she thinks he's perfect. Um, and people thought that this movie is a born sex day yesterday type movie. They think that Alita's character is uh, this really, really hot chick who's powerful and who gets fined by what's his uh uh the, the Nazi hunter what's his name what the guy who plays the Nazi hunter and I mean the Jew hunter Brad Pitt no 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 the Jew hunter oh uh fuck Adolf Hitler actor Michael not a real person the bear Jew. I said Jew Hunter, not Baird. I know who you're talking about. I don't. I can't yeah, remember his name. Yeah, he's got a. He's in. He's in uh, Django Unchained as Django's like buddy. Leonardo DiCaprio. What no, the, the other fuck? Guy. Did you even see that movie? <laughs> no, sir. Uh, you didn't. You see, did. Okay. You saw it with me. That's that. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, well, no. We saw the Hateful Eight. We saw the yeah. Hateful Eight. Um, 
Insider. I want to call him Klaus, but that's that's yeah. It's like name. it's like Klaus Zubler or something. It's a German guy. Anyway, he plays Doctor <laughs> Ito, the guy who finds her in this scrap pile and brings her back from nothing. And people think it's a born sexy yesterday with him as the protagonist and her, and you're watching her antics through his eyes, and that the cloud the the crowd is so the 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 audience was identified with him like the same as we identify with um uh bruce willis in uh the greatest story ever told yeah exactly so but really you're not you connect with louis you're the it's not a born sexy yesterday because you connect with her and she's you view the world through her eyes and you see how she goes from being innocent to being not innocent and making her own decisions and separating herself from the doctor and becoming her own independent person. So it's it's definitely like a growth story and a story about freedom and doing what you think is right. And so I think – and it's supposed to be a very empowering story for women. Like she's going to be the new feminist hero next to like uh, Captain Marvel or – I'm Wonder Woman. That's it. That's how the thing goes. Does it really? That's it. Goes something like that. Is it really like a trumpet or something? Or yeah, it's like. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh fuck, man! Evan, you're a bad guy, dude. Fuck you. Oh. You mean he's the best friend you've ever had? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, I oh, got me crying, dude. I love that fucking broken, polluted Jurassic Park fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So go see the movie. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it opening weekend if I can. Um, apparently it's like it does for 3D what Avatar did for 3D in, in its time and I think we all know recognize Avatar for being a 3D success where a lot of things have failed James Cameron puts his mark on it it's supposed to be very very good well told story a little busy because they put a lot into it um, they say it'd probably be better it was episodic instead of like basically it's like three or four what would be TV shows like a six-hour movie crammed into like an hour and a half or something like that, two hours. So you know, something to keep in mind. But I think it's a, I think it'd be a good time. So I encourage anyone to see it, so we can have, because there's lots of really good stories that be told in anime, but they're not getting told because Hollywood does a shitty job at telling this. Te- like they, you, like we all. Saw, I'm sure we saw. I'm sure anyone saw, uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I saw it. You know, I mean, they whitewash the shit out of it. I seen it. No. It was like a teenage romance drama karate comedy. Yeah, it was really bad. It was just really off them. They basically just, just took some other plot and threw a few elements of Dragon Ball Z in it and put it in high school. It's really stupid, you know. And then poor Ghost in the Shell could have been really good, but the problem with Ghost in the Shell was. Not that it was whitewashed, because I think that that's just an us thing. Japanese people thought that she was a good Kusanagi. Um, But I think the problem was that Ghost in the Shell tells a fundamentally Asian story. It's an Asian cultural tale that we can't share in America. We don't understand it. 
you know? So I think that's the problem with that. But Alita Battle Angel isn't. It's very classic. It's a very classic story. So I think it's going to work. And I hope it's I hope it's going to be good. I hope we can support it and get more things like it. Because it shows there's a lot of good... It shows that there's a way to tell these stories. And apparently they did word for word. They followed the the the, the source material almost word for word. Which is, to me, a win. So hmm. That's it. I'm done. Too much. Okay. Sorry. Uh, you mentioned before we go on. I'll just I'll just mention this real quick. You mentioned uh, Captain Marvel earlier. Yep. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that, which is odd because I'm never looking forward to any of these movies. You know, generally speaking, but I'm actually fascinated by that character because number one, it's a woman. I mean, there are obviously other woman characters. You know. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. whatever Scarlett Johansson plays, you know, whatever, you know. Supergirl. But apparently there's this Captain Marvel character, which I've never heard of before in my life. But she is apparently, not only is it a, a girl, a woman, it's actually from a long-ass time ago from comics, you know, from like the 60s or something. And she's probably the most powerful character out of all of them. Yeah. Which is pretty insane. She's their answer. She was Marvel's answer to Superman. And hmm. it just her comic didn't take off at all. Or his comic. But Captain Marvel's been a man and a woman multiple, well, I don't know, multiple times, but I know right now it's a woman. So or is it like a, a spiritual incarnation or something? Mm, I don't know. You know, comic books reinvent themselves all the time. You know, Spider, there's a Spider-Man. They just say, oh, it's a different universe. We're in a different universe this time. But they oh, reinvented okay. it all the time. So I think that's what happened here. I think they decided to make Captain Marvel a woman. But Captain Marvel did very poorly as a man. Because there's a quote that this person, one of the guys from Alita Battle Angel says when he's talking about the problems with Alita. And he says, um, it's from a movie called Angus, which I didn't see, by John C. Clark, I think. Not John C. Clark. uh, the guy who plays the president in a TV show, uh, George C. Cl- I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it's called the Superman isn't brave. And basically he's saying Superman isn't brave. He's indestructible. Well, if you're indestructible, you can't be brave. And I think Superman suffers from that. The only reason Superman is interesting is because the whole freedom and American way bullshit. And so he represents us. You know, he represents everything we want to be. S- Captain Marvel isn't like that. Captain Marvel doesn't represent us. Captain Marvel isn't about the American way. He's just a super powerful alien, basically. Or a super powerful human who represents an alien race in some sort of weird way. You know, has some weird connection. So he doesn't he doesn't have that connection to what it means to be an American, you know, mom and apple pie and all that shit, where Superman does. And I think that's what Superman's draw is compared to Captain Marvel. So you can't have if there's no threat and there's nothing tying you to your people where people can connect to you, what's interesting about you? You know? Mm-hmm. So, I think it's been more successful as a female character than it has as a male character. That's why I think Shazam is going to be stupid. Because Shazam is just like Captain Marvel. It's just a stupid-looking goofball. It's not an interesting character at all to me. And I watched Shazam when I was a kid, the cartoons, and I read the comic books. But, yeah. And you saw who's playing... Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, I did. She's hot. She can get it. Brie Larson. Brie Larson, yeah. Yep. What do we know her from? Wait, not the porn star. 
No, Brie Olsen. Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> we, know, um, we know her from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. She can marvel at my captain. <laughs> oh. Um, she's uh she's Envy Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think. Hello right? again, friend of a friend. Yeah. Or is she the other one? Nah. No, she's Envy Adams. She's Envy Adams. Oh, okay. Um, so you know what's funny, and you say this, Michael, and it pisses me off when I hear this. Like I saw some guy claiming why it's not important to see, to only see some, see whatever Marvel movie you want to see, and you don't have to see them all. Um, and I think that's flawed logic, because if you really want to get the story, you do need to see them all because they are all connected. Um, but yeah, like this, the Marvel series right now is all laid out to follow to end with Endgame. Like it's like if you look at the sequence of all Marvel movies coming out in the next four months, it's like this week is this coming out, this week is that, and it's telling a story. It's like bang, 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 chapter one, chapter two, chapter. It's, it's, it's seriously like Captain Marvel, Spider Man, this one, that one, Thor, Endgame, like that. It's in an order, you know. So you have to; they're meant to be seen together, you know. And of course, it's all about money, yeah. But dude, the stories are good. The stories are good. The characters are good. It's well done. It's not like a. It's not like we're looking at a ba- a, tur- a lazy bag of shit. So I'm like, dude, I don't mind spending the money if it's quality and the quality's there. You know, mm-hmm. I get it. That's not for everybody, but there's, you know, I think people have made it a stubborn sticking point. I don't have to see all the movies. I'm gonna watch the ones I want piecemeal. You know, fine. You could do that. You just are gonna miss all the memes. <laughs> You're not part of this conversation, and you don't know what's going on. You know, that's all. And maybe that's not important to you because, again, you're like, I'm going to do my own thing. Fine. You can do that. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss all the memes. You're not part of this <laughs> conversation. And you don't know what's going on. You know? And it's just that's how it is. Now, it bothers me. Ev, Michael, I'm not – this is not aimed at you because you haven't seen them due to incompetence. Just because you're <laughs> just like – no, because because not not it's not talk a, about a backhanded compliment. No, you're not actively <laughs> deciding to not see them. You're just like I don't care. You're right. just like 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 whatever whatever movie you saw, it did not impress upon you that you were interested in this. It's different for other people who have seen one and be like, "This is great." Fuck you! I'm still not going to watch the other ones. It's different <laughs> to me. You know. Well, that's true. Yeah. Like so, I've seen, I finally watched all three Iron Man movies, and I'm like. Eh. Yeah, so you're like never been impressed. I don't know about Evan. Have you seen? You haven't seen them all, right? You've only seen some of them. I have seen all of them except for uh, Hulk and Spider-Man focused movies. So the Hulk. So I've seen all the Iron Mans. I've seen all the Avengers. I've seen all the Captain Americas. I've seen all the Thors. I've seen both Ant Mans. Yeah, Hulk is like the Hulk movie is like not even connected. It's okay. you mean the Edward Norton Hulk. No, wasn't there a Mark Ruffalo Hulk movie? Was but it? I did so I didn't see any I didn't see the Edward Norton movie. I only no. ever saw the oh, the first Hulk movie. Yeah, it's not kind of I think that's all. the Edward Norton one. No, before that. Oh. Ang Lee directed. It's not the same one? That's Edward Norton. No, it's not. It's freaking Eric Bana. Oh, yeah, I definitely never saw that. It's one. like 2001, man. Jennifer uh, Connelly's in it? Yeah, it's not connected. It's not connected. <laughs> Oh, I know. by the way, Jennifer Connelly is in Alita Battle Angel, oddly enough. Oof. It's fucking weird. And she looks... <sighs> God. It's like a fine yeah. wine. Yeah, She's married absolutely. to... Uh, what's yeah. that guy's name? Like, Gold? 
gold know. piece or something. Sounds like a super villain. In uh no, in uh, I'm gold piece. No, he's the, he's the guy. Who, he's like a, he's like a machine in uh in Avengers and everything. <clears throat> Iron Man, a machine. Yeah. Visions. Yes. Paul oh. Bettany. Yeah. Oh, that's a good couple, man. I'd marry Paul Bettany too. Yeah, he's handsome. He's a good looking man. What's his yeah. name? You know, Paul what? Bettany. No, no, his other name. Visions. Visions. Yeah, Vision. in the movie. Vision. Vision. I, I, you know okay. what though? I'm like gold. I don't know his fucking name. I know it's something dumb. Okay, Vision. I'll be straight with you. <laughs> if I'm gonna marry a man, my name is Sykes Steel. What? And he better. I, I feel like that guy is a weak dude. I feel like he's just a, a weak, slim dude. I don't know. He's not. Ripped. We'd we'd have to go back to um, the Da Vinci Code and see him whipping himself with his shirt off Ugh. to see those abs. I'm not saying that was the best moment of his life. Yeah, but no, he's Evan, got range. Evan, Evan, he's got range. That's all he I does can have say. Range. Evan, maybe you could be that kind of religious person, huh? Yes, <laughs> I, I respect totally his that. dedication. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, that's that's an option. <laughs> Ali's dad used to do that. Ali uh, told me his dad did that. Oh wow! Just There's like walk up to someone, I'll walk Religious up to someone in public. Yes, <laughs> be like, I am truly sorry for your soul that you do not accept. The true word of God. Um, you should have done, dude. I know, will you send you to him personally. <laughs> you should invite those chicks back and say, "Could you beat Jesus into me? Give him the cat of nine tails and take your shirt off and go." <laughs> and I'll be like, "Oh my fucking god!" I'll just open the front door, kneel, take my shirt off, and put my head down and like be like, "Yeah." <laughs> or no, just open the door and be like this. Hey, what's up? It's like, is your back itchy? Like, it's no, like, no, I'm doing hail marys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What are we talking about? Paul Bettany. That's right. Vision. Vision. Yeah. I mean, you could have been talking about Ultron, I guess, and that's James Spader. You know? <laughs> right. So th- I did see that Avengers movie. I've never, and I guess I did see Infinity War at the beach last summer. Mm-hmm. Although you know, I don't remember a lot of it, but saw most of it, I guess. So okay. okay, cool. I'm down. I'm with it. Um. Okay. So next up, uh, this isn't really entertainment. I only just stuck it here because they're talking about Marie Kondo, and we talked about Marie Kondo last time in entertainment. So <clears throat> this author, Barbara. Erin Reich, I guess is how you say her name. She tweeted, so of course she deleted the tweet now, but she tweeted about Marika. I will be convinced that America is not in decline only when our decluttering guru Marie Kondo learns to speak English. What? Yeah. Okay. So what she's implying is that because we have a major Netflix show about a, a with a decluttering expert, and she can't speak English. It's not entirely imp- true, but go on. Yeah, no, exactly. It's not true at all. But she's implying that because she didn't even bother to do the show in English, is that she's not catering to an American audience. So America's in, by you know we're in our power is in decline, and she's a she's a, apparently a liberal. 
you know, so, you know, social justice warrior type. So she's probably saying, thinking that it's Trump's fault is what she's alluding to ultimately, or some shit like that. You know, that I don't know. No, I mean it's it's to me. I'm like I'm thinking the next logical step where she's going with it, and she she further says it in the next tweet. You know where she says, uh, "I confess I hate Marie Kondo because aesthetically speaking, I'm on the side of clutter," which is perp trying to be funny. Maybe she says, right. "As for her language, it's okay with me that she doesn't speak English to her huge American audience, but it does suggest that America is in a decline as a superpower." And I mean, okay. to me, that's a political statement. So that's very odd. Yeah, but. <laughs> I like the the reply from someone that says, "I like how you deleted the first racist tweet and followed up with another racist tweet, but this time with imperialism." <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know what's funny, James? Yeah. And Evan, I have read a book by this author, and I didn't even realize it was her until they say right here in the article, "Nickel and dimed on not getting by in America." I have that book in my Audible library. I remember we talked about that. Yeah. She went undercover, quote unquote, as a poor person. Uh, I might have read that book in, like, at Montgomery College. Was it about her trying to survive as a waitress or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that book. She like, was a waitress, a something else, maybe a waitress somewhere else, and, like, a cleaning person. You know, like you yeah. hire the the you know the the minute maids or whatever, and they come over to your house and clean. She when did was that one of those. come out? I want to say I read that in a oh. psychology class. Oh, I don't in like know, the early two thousands. I don't know. Yeah, it's not a new book or anything. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's like saying America's you know on a decline because Telemundo exists. And I would agree with that. No, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Obviously not. I don't give a shit. Telemundo can exist all at once. Spanish people want one channel, they can get it. You know, <laughs> We have all the rest. So Sorry, that's our one concession. This, Michael, do you see this one, this other tweet? Your skull, this person tweets back at her, your skull is remarkably uncluttered, and yet it sparks no joy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And then she said, Sorry to, to anyone offended by my tweet about Marie Kondo. Sometimes... My attempts at subtle humor just don't work. See, yeah. she's also like 75. She's definitely a racist. Yeah, I mean, no, she watched the video and she's like, she she's probably saw it and was like, she's not even bothering to speak English to us. You know, because it's not like, like I said before, I was like saying, Mike C. Michael said liberal. People don't realize this shit is not a liberal or fucking conservative thing. It's an old motherfucker thing. <laughs> you know, I guarantee you in her heart of hearts, she's like, if they said, we're changing the language in Miami, the primary language is Spanish. She'd be like, what the actual fuck? Now, look, obviously, <laughs> I don't think that's right either. This is America. You should learn English if you want to do business here. But at the same time, I'm like, it wouldn't be on a matter of race. It'd be a matter of personal pride as a country. You know, we should, people should learn our language, you know, but you know, yeah. I mean, why do you, why do you think language is not in the Constitution? Because they didn't think it was a thing. They so they weren't even thinking about it. They're just like, oh, I whatever. don't think so. Yeah, I don't they didn't, didn't leave it out it on purpose. I'm sure they had so. planned on you know it being revised periodically. Yeah, they didn't think that people would follow it as rote <laughs> and never change anything. 
but oh, wait, it has it has been changed twenty six times. No, right? but you know what? I mean. Twenty six <laughs> times in like what fucking three hundred and two hundred and forty years or something like that. Seven hundred and twenty nine years since yeah, the foundation right. <laughs> of God's green earth in America. <laughs> yeah, right. How many times do they mention God in the Constitution, Mike? Uh, I don't know. Okay, neither do I. Well, it's a mystery, and that's why we're bad Christians. There we go. So, hey, oh, I have a question. Did John Smith why sign is... the Declaration of Independence? No. No, why would he? Or did he? I mean, he was a country fucking weirdo living in the hills. 100%. 100% a fucking weirdo maniac living in the hills of fucking Utah. He didn't sound shit. <laughs> okay? By all accounts, he was a total bumblefuck. He just wandered off in the woods alone after <laughs> after using his divining rod to find water, because that's a, not a fucking hoax. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he has his fucking divining rod. He's like, uh, uh, like that's <laughs> that's, what, that's what divining rod demonstration. Are. Why do you have that on your desk? But I'm glad you do. Oh, I was using it for bottle opener. Parts. I was like, <laughs> that's a weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, he's a fucking yeah. anyway. So, Jay, or, uh, Evan, I just Googled it. God is in the Declaration of Independence, but is not mentioned once in the Constitution. Okay. So there you go. Take that, God people. Yeah. Um, there was some, some article that I glanced at briefly where it may have been in Congress um, somewhere where they omitted God from like the taking the oath of office Mm -hmm. and someone had a problem with that. And they're like, man, it's almost as if we should, you know, we're supposed to separate church and state. Like, wait a second. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So I saw a commercial for this movie here uh, called us. It's another, it's another Jordan Peele movie. He's supposed to be making a trilogy, right? This is the second one. Oh, I I hadn't heard that. So I think so. Okay, good to know. He's also though apparently going to be the host of the new Twilight Zone on CBS. Yes. Who is this now? Jordan Peele from Key and Peele and uh, Mad TV. Is this TV. A Jordan Peele movie? Yeah. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Dude, I saw this trailer like about a month ago, and I was like, "This looks terrifying." Mm-hmm. At first, I thought. At first, I thought, "Oh, yeah, this is interesting. This looks fun." Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fun, all right. <laughs> yeah, I just watched this entire trailer. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, everything that could make a movie scary, like, they did. Like, someone climbing up a tree, like, Dee! and, like, wearing a mask for no reason, and, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Evan, you, sure know those, be great. you know those goosebumps you were talking about earlier? I got yeah. them right now. Yeah, see, I don't get that from, like... Scary movies. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah, this one looks good. This one looks fucking good. I think it's going to be good. Did you see Get Out, Mike? I did. I did. did you like it? In the movie theater. I did. Nice. I thought it was good. I still haven't seen Get Out. Come on, Jane. What kind of black person are you? I'm terrified about the subject matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great um, movie. Uh, I'll have to watch it, but I just like I don't know. I'm worried it's gonna be some awkward, uncomfortable subject matter that I'm gonna be like feel feel like shit feel shitty about. 
so I don't want to get into it. That's my only problem. Uh, I mean, I'll, I know I'll have to watch it at some point, and I will, because I'm sure I'm going to watch it and be like, oh, it's not that big a deal, but I feel like I'm going to watch it and be like, not triggered, but I'll be like, Ugh, of course, you know what I mean? What's everybody amazed about? Or some shit like that, you know what I mean? I hate feeling that way. You know, whenever I see this dumb shit, I'm like, ugh, what is this? Like, you know, I don't know. I'm probably making a big deal over nothing. I'll watch it at some point. Look, James, I will say as a as a a a person and b a black person, you need to see Get Out. You on the same as a person and a black person. I mean, for you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not me, <laughs> but although you know, that's I got my I got my card. I got my card around here somewhere, you know. But that's, a, that's um, the second time someone said that to me today. JC said that. He's really? like, as a fellow African American. I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. <laughs> Reminds me of the Chappelle show racial draft. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. Um, I was just watching that not too long ago, actually. It's pretty funny. Um No, but you also need to but on the same at the same time, you don't need to see any Tyler Perry movies. Oh well that's different. That's obviously trash. Um because I just saw there an ad for a new one. So that's just shuck and jive tomfoolery. It's the worst thing black people can do. Um I don't, I don't like remember what stuff. it's called, but it's another one with that woman. Medea? Yeah. It's another Madea one. Medea runs for president. Medea kills herself in a public execution and you watch. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. I mean Yeah, so you don't need to watch those. Yeah. Those are bad. That's not not a good thing. That's not something we should sell. To me, that's like tantamount to those old movies that are memes now where you see like an Indian guy who's dressed up as Spider-Man and they have it like it's a 70s movie and it's like clearly meant to like they thought it was serious, but we see it. We're like, Jesus Christ. Like to me, when I Mm -hmm. watch that, I'm like, oh, this is like the birth of Bollywood. Like this Mm -hmm. is like really bad and really funny and really stupid in the worst ways, but they think it's serious. And I feel like people will look back at the Medea movies and uh, I'm fatter, uh, flattered, um, Mr. Nutter Butter or whatever, um, <laughs> Professor <laughs> Professor Flubber, whatever it is. The nutty the, professor. The yeah, oh. people will look back at those, or the clumps. <laughs> They'll look back at those movies and be like, How many movies we... has uh, he done where he wears a fat suit? Three? I think, I think three. Three. Two or, Martin two Lawrence or three. has done two or three as well. So that's two or three too many. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> it's it's it, the fact that there's two movie series where a black guy's wearing a fat suit and dressing up as women. That's too much. Already too much. You know, like Robin Williams did it well. We don't need to do it again. Okay, and he only did one, and it feels like it was too many. You know what I mean? But he. But you know, I feel like people will look back at those movies. Like black people will look back at those movies and like. 30 or 40 years and be like this is when we were finding our Hollywood legs as our own selves you know like we, we went past black exploitation films to to like straight up black guy comedies you know and then we started to graduate into like things like this and then we realized we can do even better and we made stuff like us or stuff like get out or whatever you know, or some of the the romantic things that are out now. I think there's one with Regina Hall called uh, "What Men Think About," which looks pretty good. It looks like it'd be pretty funny. You know, that's a remake of the Mel Gibson movie. Yeah, that came out maybe 2000, 2001. Yeah, it's a reverse version, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, His was what I women want. I actually kind of like that movie. 
Hers is what men want. Yeah. And you know that, did you know that uh, South Korea remade that movie also? It didn't surprise me. So there's a Korean version of what women want. It doesn't surprise me at all. In but Korean. it's not even in English. It's probably it good. Is, it it's is in really Korean. It's probably really good too. I've never seen it. Korean's movie. I'm sure Korean it's not bad. Are, Korean stuff is really good. They're like, to me, the perfect mix of like high quality Japanese stuff that's not too thoughtful, but it's not as thoughtful as Japanese stuff and low quality trash that the Chinese produce. What you up? Know, it's like the perfect <laughs> middle ground. Not saying all Chinese stuff is trash, but it's like Chinese action is normally way over the top. Korean action is like just in the right spot. You know what I mean? So it's just like perfect. And Chinese Japanese action is like it's either over the top or it's not enough action. It's too much thoughtfulness. So I think the Korean stuff's right in the middle for me. It is at least. I like. Have it. you I really seen like Train to Busan? Yes. Is yeah, maybe. I think. I think I have. I have not watched it, but I've been meaning to. I think I have seen. It. I thought it was good, but I'm not sure. I would think it's a zombie movie that takes place entirely on a train. Uh, I have not seen that. Something like that? I have not seen that. There's the zombie movie I told you guys about last week called Kingdom that I still haven't watched that I want to watch. Kingdom? Yeah, that's a zombie movie, a Korean zombie movie that takes place on... in, like, Korea in the kind of medieval times. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It takes place at a medieval times. <laughs> a zombie movie set entirely at a medieval times yeah. restaurant. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, that would be fucking great, actually. Yeah. Oh, we gotta come man. up with a premise. We gotta figure this out. I'm making a note. Please continue. All right, so uh, that's it. That's all we have for that. So I can't wait for this Us movie to come out. I think it comes out in March. So that'll be good. Um, all right, next up, let's go to game theory. So looks like someone put in something here. Apex Legends. Why don't that's you tell us up. about that? It's a big oof, Cotton. Um, Uh-oh. All right, Uh-oh. so Evan, have you heard of it? Yes, I'm sure I've been heard. watching it, and many people say it's the... Best battle royale game ever. It is. Is this Michael, like League of Legends? No, 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 no. Michael, okay, Michael clearly hasn't heard of it. Okay, so there's a game. There's a company called Respawn. Okay, I'm gonna give you the whole story. Okay, it's gonna be a long episode. Sorry, guys. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna give you the whole story. Respawn made a game called Titanfall. They used EA as their publisher. Then. They said, okay, that was a semi-success, but it could have been better. EA bought Respawn, and they said, we're going to make Titanfall 2. They made Titanfall 2. They made a commitment to release it in September of 2016, I guess. and Or 2016, 2017. Maybe 2017. And the same time they released it, Call of Duty was coming out with Call of Duty Infinite, Infinite Warfare. Um... So they said, Respawn said, we're going to go up against Call of Duty. No problem. EA said, no problem, bro. But due to development problems with another EA title, Battlefield 5 or Battlefield 1 or whichever one it was, Battlefield got pushed and ended up releasing the same time, like within a week, maybe the week before, the week after. So, of course, Titanfall got crushed by these two giants. 
who mm. now ended up going head to head. So Titanfall two was a economic failure. Basically, it was a great game, and I did not buy it. I watched the playthrough of it, and I was amazed. The story is amazing. The game is beautiful. The gameplay looks really good. The mechanics looks really good. The multiplayer I could care less about, but it had interesting concepts like you call down a Titan, you ride around in a mech, you do stuff in the mech. The mech has an AI in it. It talks in, in Apex stuff. Legends. In Titanfall. In Titanfall. Oh. Okay. Okay. Don't pull a James here. I need you to focus for a second. Okay. Got it. So, um, so in Titanfall, uh, it has wall running, it has grappling, it has all these different mechanics. Lots of different characters have lots of different abilities. It's very cool. The multiplayer is cool. I never played it. Okay. So, a lot of people were waiting with bated breath for Titanfall 3, which was supposed to be coming out this year. But because of the failure, a lot of people were saying it's not going to happen. Respawn's getting absorbed. They're, they're not going to be closed down by EA. It's going to be a disaster. So give us February 4th. Everyone's asleep. Mind their business. There's an announcement from Respawn. And this announcement was basically like, so we're working on this thing. We're giving it away for free. It's free. It's ready to go today. And and they showed a little tra- gameplay trailer and gameplay mechanic information, and they released it for free. Anyone can go download it on all platforms with crossplay, okay? And it's called Apex Legends. So the I we one of the guys in my group was like, oh, we got to get this. It looks really good. So I said it's free. Fine. I already had UPlay, which I hate having UPlay, but I downloaded UPlay again. I, I you know just logged into it. And then downloaded the game. As soon as we got in the game, I was with another guy. It was his first time. And he was like, is this Titanfall 3? And I was like, why do you think that? And he's like, well, there's creatures from Titanfall there. Those creatures in the background are Titanfall animals. They're like Titanfall beasts or whatever. And I was like, what? Really? And we started running around. And he's like, oh, this is Titanfall. He's like, this is all Titanfall's game mechanics. Just broken out. So if you're familiar with Overwatch, which I know you're not, Michael... Overwatch is a hero-based battle arena type game. Not a battle royale, but like a battle arena, like goal-based. Like, you have to do this thing or kill all these guys or whatever. The reason it's hero-based, and when they say hero-based, it's because you have a main special character. No one else has him during the game except maybe the opposition. And that character has some kind of ability that separates him. And he's a special, he's a high-level character, you know? Mm-hmm. So this game focuses on hero characters as well. There are six hero characters in the game. Uh, those six hero characters have two special abilities. Uh, Q is like a, an ability you can get every twenty seconds or something like that. So you can so, for instance, the character that I use a lot is Bloodhound, and when you hit his Q, he can do a little pulse that can show you all the bad guys around you just for a quick second, just to give you a rough idea. When you hit his Z, which is his big special ability that takes about five minutes to regenerate, that special ability allows you to uh, allows you to see red, bright red footprints wherever an enemy player has run if they're near you, and you can see all the enemy players that are visible, no matter what the distance is, as a red as red. Their whole bodies outlined. Okay. Uh, and the whole screen, everything turns gray, and all you see is them and, like, a gray kind of topographical map of the rest of the world. So the player's enemy, like, pops out to you, very visible. 
you know, like um, and then he Bloodhound passively can see markers anytime an enemy's been around him in the last 60 seconds. You can see markers like, oh, blood drops. I got a blood here. Shell casings. A guy fired a gun here. Oh, there's a guy who's wounded here. He's been wounded. There's a, someone opened that door, you know, within 60 seconds. So you can accurately follow people through the map if you really wanted to. Um, all the characters have abilities like that. Uh, I don't know what they all are, but there's one other character called Wraith. She has a... Her character, her Q can kind of make her go she jumps into a another dimension and she can run to another spot so she disappears runs to another spot and appears somewhere else you know and her z she puts a opens a portal and you can run to another part somewhere else on the map within a certain distance and then you come out the other side and your team can follow you through the portal so you can make quick getaways or quick jumps to another place if you wanted to through that portal um and then uh, her passive ability will just tell you it's like a voice, her her own voice, and her her motto is "Listen to the voice in your head." So because she's been through all these multiple dimensions, she can hear herself coming from another dimension saying, "There's a guy close to you. Look to your right. They know where you are." Da 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 da. So that's like voices, like kind of always giving you cues if there's an enemy around you. So anyway, all of them have these kind of weird abilities. There's only six characters. There's one map. Um, what I will say about this is the only, the thing, it's a classic battle royale. The squad size is three man. There's no single, there's no duo. There's no quad. There's no four man squads. It's only a three man squad. 60 players max per server, 20 teams per server. And probably the thing that separates this and makes it the most interesting is it has a respawn mechanic. So if we're playing together and Evan gets shot, he's down. You can revive. You can like help him get back up. Okay? But if Evan gets shot and killed and he's gone passed down to dead, you can go to his box, click on his box, grab his banner, and the banner, you hold the you put the banner. As soon as I grab the banner, all three of us, all two the two of us who are left have the banner. So then we can run to a respawn thing. Click on that, and then it'll call Evan back into the game. And a dropship will come in. Evan will jump out of the dropship. He'll have to get all new gear, but he'll be back in the game. So it's a really, really cool mechanic. So besides that, it's basically a classic BR. Now here's the other thing. Imagine, and I don't think you've played a lot of Battle Royales. And I think maybe, Evan, you played it for a couple. I've played eh, three or four. Imagine taking everything that could have been learned from battle royales in the last two or three years and distilling them down to like this perfect solution, this perfect mix. That's what this game is. Like the gunplay is on point. Hit scan is beautiful. Hitbox is amazing. Um, the characters, characters are so well balanced. The gunplay, the guns are balanced. Like no, there's no gun that you're like, this is OP as fuck. You know, like it's still skill-based even though certain guns have abilities. One in PUBG introduced the ability, the thing to like, oh, put this gun here, put that, you know, put these add-ins on this gun. You need a scope here. Uh, here's a handguard, and all these things kind of give you a better ability to shoot, you know, or a silencer makes you quieter. Here you have barrel stabilization, you have a hop-up or something that gives your gun like a special kind of charge or whatever, and then you have a scope and a stock. 
The thing is, you don't have to fuck around in your inventory to do any of that stuff. You just pick it up. If you have, if your gun needs it, it will dump the bad, the old one, the the upgraded one, and put it in. If your gun doesn't need it, it doesn't let you pick it up. You know, if you want to carry it and just have it in your, can- you can, you can just pick it up. But otherwise, it'll go into your gun. You don't have to fuck around with it anyway. It upgrades your gun automatically. It just a lot of the things that were hassles in BRs is this game fixes. I mean, it's been a long time since I've wanted to play a battle royale. I've been playing the piss out of this. It's so much fun. Probably the biggest problem with it is is that I don't think EA or Respawn thought this would be any kind of success. And obviously they're trying to fight. They're, they're, they've been tasked with fighting uh, Fortnite. You know, that's why it's free. That's why it's a battle royale. That's why they make all their money through the store, through, through uh, clothing changes and shit like that. Microtransactions. Microtransactions. <clears throat> but... Man, the game is like, it's it's great, man. It's fun as hell, dude. It's so much fun. Evan, you should just download it. I mean, it's free. You should get it. I don't think it's going to give you what you want, like, but I don't think anything's going to give you what you want as far as Quake is concerned. But I think you'll play it, and you'll be like, oh, I can respect this. Even if mm-hmm. you don't play it forever or play it for life or even play it for more than a week, I think you'll play it, and you'll be like, okay, I get it. Like, as a person who's reveled and grown up in the world of first-person shooters, you will appreciate this game and the gameplay. It's fast. The movement is nice. It's crisp. Um, it's I'll just... tell you one thing I do like about the game. Have you tried it? Have you played it? No. I've been watching it on streams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's no fall damage. Yeah. Exactly. No fall damage. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. You can yeah, jump off too. a mountain to attack someone and you're fine. Yeah. I like it too. Fall damage is a stupid waste of time. You know, we're already playing in this fantasy world. I don't even need it. Like, who cares? Yeah. I think I would be all in on this game if... And you, you would have to basically break or, you know, sidestep the, the whole BR, like, looting system. But if everyone landed with a pistol or something, or some, like, really light gun, instead of having to land and immediately start looting, mm. um, I would like that a lot more. Oh, dude. So... You don't have a pistol. I will say that. They've basically el- eliminated the pistol slot. I mean, they do have pistols in the game, but in PUBG, you have two gun slots and one pistol slot, and they've eliminated the pistol slot because pistol slot's a waste of time. You know, they figured you need two guns, that's it, done. Mm-hmm. You know? But have you watched anyone get punched in that game? I'm sure I had seen it, yeah. Dude, the punching, like when you land, I've gotten so many great fist fights in that game, and it feels so fucking good. <laughs> It feels like your character's like, Foom! it feels so fucking crisp. I mean, it just, I cannot explain enough how landing in that game unarmed makes you feel like a fucking god. Like, you just, when you punch someone, it feels so fucking right. You know? Like, I wish they would make a version, I wish they would have modes where it's like hands only. You know? <laughs> Hand, like, like melee only. I mean, it's just, it's so much fun. you just punching people, punching the fuck out of people. But, um, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I still think you should try it because once you get past that, like you can build strategies around not having to deal with people's bullshit when you loot. And I mean, if you play with randoms, you're going to be fucked, right? Because randoms are going to drop you just where everybody drops. Cause people there for some reason, randoms are like, let's go to school, you know? And that's a reference to PUBG where it's like the most busiest place on the map and you're going to get murdered immediately. If you're not team working well, but you know, 
so if randoms drop you crazy places where you shouldn't be. But when you play with a group and everybody's working together as a team, you drop somewhere way out of the way. You can loot up nice and easy, and you pick up that first pistol, and you get the right little loot for it, and you're good, you know. Or you pick up that next pick up with a shotgun, and you pick up the peacekeeper, throw the fucking peacekeeper choke on it, put a sight on it, you're good. You're killing motherfuckers right off the bat, like you're just dropping meat people, dropping fools. It's a beautiful thing, you know. Same thing with the the pistol. There's a couple of great pistols in the game um, that are amazing. So yeah, you, I mean, you can have a good time in the game very quickly, and there's only like. 10 different guns right now and almost all the guns are murderers in their own Mm -hmm. way it's just a matter of upgrading them with the right upgrades which sometimes you can find sometimes you can't they have different levels of rarity but for the most part if you survive long enough and do enough looking you can find what you need and you eventually within like 15 minutes you're at a point where you're looted up well and you're gonna you can put in start putting in work it's just a matter of about knowing the meta for everybody's player on the team and how they balance each other. You know, if you have a Bangalore, a Bloodhound, and a Wraith, how can we complement those three characters with their special abilities? You know? Or whatever the case may be. But, yeah. Now, are you aware that the game developer has said that two of the characters yes. are LGBTQIA+. Plus? It's <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's I was like, okay. I don't know why they do that. They're like, why? <laughs> I don't know why they even do They don't have to say anything. It's a video game. Who cares? Yeah. I don't know why. And, and someone, uh, we may have all seen, you know, the same comment or tweet or whatever. Someone was like, and how does this affect the gameplay? Someone else was like, oh, you know, Bloodhound sh- uh, can't shoot straight. Like, <laughs> So Chuckle. Bloodhound's female, right? Uh, they're somewhere in that spectrum. Ugh. Please do not misgender the video game character, James. Whatever. So I, I actually <laughs> like, hear the voice. I'm not install like, now. The voice is like, <laughs> it's like a husky woman. So I just assume Bloodhound's a chick. But it's honestly, like, it doesn't matter. It's ma'am. Yeah, oh boy. Have you seen that? <laughs> I can't even bear to watch that video, dude. It's so cringy. I can't bear to watch this video. I don't it's know how to feel so, it's, it. Yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, I mean, uh, I play Bloodhound. I like Bloodhound. I don't even know what he, she, it, whatever is. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's a video game. Gibraltar is the other character that they like is gay and has a boyfriend. I'm like, I don't care. And it's funny they did this after the whole, um, I think it was like Lieutenant 76 or whatever, or Captain 76 from Overwatch. I think Soldier 76 from Overwatch is gay. They announced it's gay. It was a huge blow up. And people were like, what does this have to do with the game? So I don't know why Respawn would be like, let's do it also. I I don't understand why. Like, you're not making a stance. You're turning something that doesn't need to be political or or take any kind of stance. You're making it, a, you're giving it a stance. You know? I mean, why do you have to make a stance where you know you're going to put yourself in a position where you have to tell people, you're going to have to tell somebody. If you don't play our game because our characters are gay or bisexual or whatever, that's on you. Like, why do you even do that? Because somebody is going to, like, I'm not playing it because of that. You know, some piece of shit out there is I'm like, well, I'm not dealing with no faggots or whatever. You mm-hmm. know? Do you think they're going to introduce a vegan character? <laughs> of course not. Vegans are hated universally. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, Evan, thank you for taking a game and ruining it. You're welcome. Uh, um <laughs> Okay. Michael, you should, download, huh? Michael, you should download this, and every download <coughs> it, we can get some. Let's get some. Uh, 
We can do I a just, three man squad, embarrass uh, ourselves. Yeah. I just launched uh, Origin here. So perfect. Go down. Go, uh, well, not now while we're doing the show, but when you I have bandwidth to spare, baby. Oh, then <laughs> everyone. You're talking mind. a you're talking a gigabit <laughs> gigabit download over here. I mean, come on now. Where Evan's talking, it's like, rah, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So what do we got here? Uh, uh, I'm not sure if this is aimed at me. And I'm being called a girly man. It is. Or... A- it is aimed at you to let your mom know, in case she was not aware. Uh-huh. Broaden, broaden her horizons. I see. Um. Well, what do we got here? Amazon has a platform, or we'll say an app called Amazon Live, and it has another name. It's like Amazon Live Creator. So, anyways, it is. A streamed sales pitch slash commercial. So it's like it's QVC for Amazon products. And there there there's not just one stream going at a time. Like Q, there's QVC and there's home shopping network and everything, and that's one channel they're doing one product at a time, or like, you know, 3 a.m. There's a bunch of dudes selling knives and swords and stuff. It's great. So on this app, there's <laughs> right. I think there's like 30 different streams or companies who have sort of pre-recorded um, advertising that you can uh, that you can watch, and they'll go through opinions on products and demonstrations and pricing and lightning deals and whatnot. Um, so if your mom's looking to expand her horizons, then this could be good. Now, maybe she, she needs a microwave wait. you can talk to. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm sure Amazon, they'll give you a demonstration here, right? Yes, I'm sure they will. Amazon Live uh, is available on their site. Apparently, I have not looked for it myself, um, but their their mobile app is invite only currently. Although that's sure to change in the future. Yep, Amazon.com/slash/live. It's yeah, there. So we'll have to check it out. I, I thought that you know I saw this and. I like to think of you guys and, you know, thought you should know about this. This is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell your mom about this. Just leave it. Right? Yep. Mom, check this out. No. Oh, right. Don't worry. I'll send her a Facebook message. Sure. Thanks. Um. Okay. So next up, we have the yum update. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I thought we could go around and talk about our recent experiences, our progresses, our our triumphs, our tribulations, mm-hmm. our tributaries. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that's something else. Um, all that. Mm-hmm. So, I'll start. Okay. I went ahead and failed this week. Congratulations. I tried to do a fast for 24 hours, and it did not work mm-hmm. around, so I ate dinner and then never ate again. Then on Wednesday during the day, you know, I was drinking the, the snake juice. I ran out of snake juice around 4 p.m., and I don't know if it's related or not, but shortly after I got a headache... One of the worst headaches. 
and I felt like absolute garbage. Then later on in the night, I started feeling nauseous. I thought I was going to throw up. I felt like crap. It's called detox, Mike. Yeah. And I finally, I finally went and ate something. So Uh did you feel better after that or Uh, slightly less worse? Yes. Slightly less, less, less awful. Yes. So did you, you started on two Monday night or Tuesday at some point? And then a a dinner Tuesday night and then never again. Okay. So basically Wednesday, you know, but then eight, I finally ate on Wednesday night. Were you getting any cramps? No. How much of this concoction were you drinking? Or had you had you drunk drank in the time between your last meal and then? Drinked. Um consumed one liter. Okay. In a twelve hour, sixteen hour period, something like that? Like a 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. range. Okay. And, well, I mean, you could up that. I think you're using the recipe where you can just keep drinking it nonstop and you won't die. Right. Um, so, I mean, headaches are it can be caused by dehydration, but nausea usually isn't. However, I will say that the baking soda can make your stomach feel weird. Hmm. So I talked about it with someone else at work, and they thought maybe just my blood sugar was too low, and maybe I was like, ugh, you know, like... Could be. It's possible, I guess, you know, I don't know. Although usually, I mean, your your blood sugar would be... Sorry, your blood sugar should not be so low as to cause those symptoms in, you know, uh, in a in a twelve hour period. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I that's very unfortunate that that happened, and I I'm sure I have been there before, so I'm not can't blame you for that. Um, so after that, I kind of gave up, we'll mm-hmm. say I stopped. I just started, okay, let me revert back to my old ways. I've been trying to eat keto when and where I could, although I didn't stick to that every day or at every meal, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will also mention something that I had not mentioned before, um, about three weeks ago. Almost four weeks ago, I gave myself a challenge saying I wouldn't drink alcohol for 30 days. Excellent. Two days later, I drank alcohol. (laughs) But after that, I did not drink alcohol until this past week. It's like until Tuesday night. Funnily enough, I'm sure they're not related. No, 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 no. No. Well, I'm I'm actually very proud of that. How how did you fare? Uh, it was fine. I uh you know, amazingly enough, when you're not spending your money on alcohol, you have money money for other things. Who knew? Who to thunk? Um also, you're not out late 
you know. No hangovers. You're not, you're, not, you're not waking up in the morning feeling like garbage, at least not for that reason. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now, get this. So I didn't realize this until literally yesterday or the day before. I think it was Friday morning. My mom is talking to me. And she's like, I don't know what you've been doing the last couple of weeks. Because, I, like I said, I didn't say anything to anybody. Uh-huh. I... She said to me Friday morning, she said, I don't know what you've been doing the last couple of weeks, but she's like, you know, you haven't been snoring. Interesting. I was like, huh. Okay. So, so I wonder if you haven't been snoring or if you, well. Lost some weight. Lost some weight. Lost some of that neck weight. Um, He's got a big tongue. He's got a big neck. <laughs> Thinned out that thick ass throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's good. Um. So, yeah. So, very interesting. Well, actually, what my mom and I were discussing, and I've discussed this before with with Ed and probably with you guys, is probably certain foods and maybe alcohol or whatever causes, not only is this the whole losing weight thing, you know, but it's also like it could be causing inflammation. Yeah. So, you steer clear of certain things, reduce the inflammation. So, it could just could be that also, you know, mm-hmm. or that could be part of it. So... So anyway, there you go. Um, now, this past week, I did drink a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Super Bowl party, I did have a little sip of beer that someone poured me. Like, oh, will you try this? Sure. Tried it. That that was it. You know, I didn't. At that Super Bowl party, I didn't drink any alcohol other than that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah. So I've been... Doing pretty well. I think I'm going to stick with that, uh, despite my, you know, falling off the wagon or whatever you want to call it this past this past week. Um, I'm going to climb back up on the no alcohol horse, mm-hmm. and also on the keto horse. Well, that's what it, in my original experiment, the the blower trials. Right. I was like, you know, it's stopping. Abstaining from alcohol suddenly and like forever is tough. So I was like, you know, drink whatever you want, you know, one, hopefully one day a week. Right. And you'll be fine. Right. So right. I'm, I'm, I am happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've acquired some keto chow. Oh, shit. And I have acquired standby, huh? Yeah, and I've acquired a gallon-sized jug of avocado oil. Jesus, from Amazon. Okay. Well, it is 128 fluid ounces. Okay. So it's about a gallon, I think. Yeah. When you said um, gallon-sized jug, I think I'm like a colon blow. Of the oil. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna be chugging that shit nonstop, shitting the weight off, shitting those lungs right out. <laughs> So you're like Carl, like, oh, is that your liver? <laughs> dead, weight. dead weight. Yeah, exactly. It's leaving the body. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, I just, I felt, I thought I felt something sort of slip. This <laughs> <laughs> is <just> detox. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, hopping tomorrow is the day. We were, okay. we were joking about this earlier, but tomorrow's the day. All right. I'm gonna hop out, hop back on that. 
I'm supporting you, man. That wagon. Until next week. I appreciate it. Thank you, James. <laughs> but um, I will say, if you're, uh, if you do, hopefully, if you're able to stick to eating keto, then if you want to attempt a 24, 48 hour fast after mm-hmm. a while, it's easy. Okay. Much easier than, right. you know, going from eating, I don't know what you're eating, but it's like eating out Chinese food, McDonald's, whatever. Stopping after that is like, ugh. Right. This sucks. Right, right. And the coffee, coffee helps a lot. So that's the other thing. So that it day, leads to adrenal fatigue, James. Yeah, that, don't you know your science? It really is that's a true. good appetite suppressant. Just that, take caffeine pills or drink energy drinks. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the problem. So also on Wednesday, I didn't have any caffeine of any kind. You know. Oh yeah, cutting that so, out sucks too. Although so you maybe are that contributed. A, I don't know. You know, but, you're not a big caffeine guy. Well, I am, and I'm not. You know, I. Uh, well, you, your caffeine comes from with Coke. No, you have Diet Coke, don't you? Which has caffeine. Do... Yeah. Okay, so that's But you don't drink a or... pot of coffee every morning. You're not no. that kind of guy. No, yeah. but I, I'm, I, I'm I frequently drink energy drinks, though. I'm that kind uh-huh. of guy. Or at lunch, I'll have a, a Diet Coke or iced tea or whatever, you know? Yeah. So. No, I'm not, I'm not that. I don't get my caffeine from Cokes. I get it from coffee. I drink a French thing of mm-hmm. coffee or, like, when I had the Keurig at my office, I mean... I would either right. drink seven coffees a day. God damn. You know. <laughs> Honestly, I mean that sounds like a lot, but a cup of coffee has like eighty ish grams of caffeine. And we're talking where, spread out over eight or ten eight to ten hour period. Yeah, like I I drank two bang energies today. And each one of those is three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Jesus. So yeah, I think uh, that's contraindicated, if I'm not mistaken. Elaborate. Uh, that's you know. Well, if I'm sure it's if you a, read it's on a side of, effect of caffeine withdrawal headaches. No, no. I mean, well, it probably is, but I just yeah. I mean for you mm-hmm. drinking two of those back to back, um, is probably not recommended. No, definitely not. Um, and fun. F- I mean, it's still <sighs> the I've had. God, I want to say I've had five of five Bang Energy drinks in one day. At some point in the last like two years, but it wasn't like drink one and a half hour, then drink the next one and a half hour, then drink. I mean, it was like spaced out, right? It was spaced out. I mean, during my waking hours, so probably within a twelve-hour period. That's still too many. Yeah, that's a lot. I would not recommend that. Although, fun fact: the the supposed lethal dose of caffeine is about ten grams in one day. So I was well, I was well below the lethal limit. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, and look, this is me speaking from my experience. I can't speak to Evan's health situation, but when you're a big guy, you got to be careful about ingesting too much caffeine. I mean, for me, as he drinks seven cups of coffee a I day. I mean, yeah, but I, I that was like a worse day, and like I said, spread out over a lot, lot, lot of time, and drinking lots of water interspersed in between, you know. But I mean, I drink it now. I drink coffee now, but I try to keep it to one, you know, one thing full, and that's it, you know, while we're doing the podcast or something. It's like one gallon-sized carafe, no? no. I mean, one, <laughs> one, one French press full of it, you know, which is a small, a medium-sized French press, so it's about three cups of coffee, two and a half cups of coffee, so that's what I try to do, but 
I mean, and I don't do that every day anymore. I do it like every couple days because I'm trying to ration out the coffee. But yeah, you got to be careful with that, dude. The caffeine is not good for you. It's not your friend. You no, know, and I know especially it's suppressant. But I honestly, I don't even use it for that. I just like the taste. Yeah, which is I not mean, that's it's not any better. But I remember when I was at the uh, University of Maryland, I drank three normal monsters in like a 45 minute period maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like studying with someone for a test. And when I was done, I was like am I going to die? Yeah. Cuz I was you- like my my fingers were shaking and I was like huh that was weird. Yeah, I had, I had two or three. What could this? Uh, what could be causing this? It wasn't Red Bull, but it was one of the other ones, like a monster or something. But it was like a really full, like full sugar, full caffeine, you know, like a regular one. And I had three. This is back when I worked at. I don't know where the fuck I was working, but I had. Oh, it's CompuSA, I guess. It was whatever the monster, whatever the energy drink was then. I had three of those, man, and I was shaken, cold. Yeah. I felt like shit. Balls. I was like, I was like, oh, no. balls doesn't even do that to me. I drink a lot of balls. I drink balls all the time. Back <laughs> <in> the <day. laughs> Fucking gargle that shit. <laughs> Put those balls in my mouth. No, but yep. I mean, balls didn't do that to me. I think it's because balls is more. There is caffeine in it, but I think it's less because it's like this natural whatever. It definitely has caffeine, but I don't think it's as much as we think. Now with guarana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Well, Mike it says, it says it's an ultra caffeinated soda. Oh, maybe not. Maybe it is. <laughs> How much is in uh, Club Mate? <laughs> Good question, James. Like five I, milligrams. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Let's see here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's like 300 milligrams tapioca paste. <laughs> pinch of dirt. Yeah, a pinch of nerd sweat. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Caffeine, a gallon of estrogen in every cup. Like what? So caffeine is sixty-four milligrams. Yes, yeah, so that's less than a coffee. Not, not bad. Yeah. In a in a uh, ten ounce bottle, a sixteen so ounce so can. That bullshit for the, ca- for the taste. One hundred two. Oof, and it tastes like butt cheeks. What? Yeah. It tastes like booty juice. Uh, what does? Mate. Oh yeah, no that that was balls. Let's oh, see, that club. Was balls. Oh. Club Mate. So that's pretty low. Yes. Although Monster, like the Monster sugar-free ones, have about 140 per can. There's a, a Club Mate cola now. Gross. <laughs> uh, Rockstar, those have about 240 per can. Yep. And there's like a Super Rockstar now, which I think that has 300 or so, and then Bang has 300. Wow. Anyways, I'm going to go back on a bit of a fast tomorrow. It's going to take some mental fortitude. Don't know when I'm going to end it. Um, I would like to go for a week, although if I can come up with a solid plan to do like four, do like a four day fast and three day refeed or five day and two, two day refeed, something like that. I think that is sustainable for a while. Um, I'm also going to do something dangerous, uh, but I'm going to do my research first. Are you going to shock your muscles? (laughs) You know, I actually have something to do that. 
No. I do. It's not like the electric chair shock, but it's a it's a muscle stimulator. Where you put the pads on your arms and it like boop, it like flexes for you. Oh my uh, god, are you serious? That thing yeah, I have one killed of those. Bruce Lee. Huh? Yeah, they said that's what killed Bruce Lee. That's one of the secrets. Oh, uh, They're like, that's why it killed Bruce Lee. I don't know about that. I mean, I'm not going to put it on my heart. Put it on my calves or something. <laughs> your uh, calves are big enough, Evan. <laughs> Relax. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I like my calves, actually. Um, but I do have, there's, so it's, it's dual function. It has the muscle stimulator, and I think it also, you use a different setting for, like, you know, recovery. It's, it's less intense or maybe just um, aids in, you know, extra blood flow or something like that. But we'll see. So I'm going to do some research on uh, a type of gray area drug called a SARM, which is a... What the fuck? It is a uh, selective androgen receptor modulator. And it is akin to steroids. However... Steroids is like a big shotgun blast or, or like testosterone or whatever to your whole system. And um, it basically like it can for man, it can like, I'll say inflate. It can enlarge your prostate have, you know, shuts down your natural testosterone um, secretions and productions. Whereas the SARMs now there's a bunch of them. So I definitely have to do my, my due diligence um, they basically make the already present, uh, the androgen receptors in your muscles absorb more of the testosterone and growth hormone that's already in your system. So this makes them more receptive with far fewer side effects, depending on which one you take. Like if you want to get in a fight, you take S23, you know. That makes you super aggressive. So I'm going to do my research there. You I've done some out. experimentation in the past, and it's honestly worked out. Um, but, yeah. What was that, James? I said find out. Because I, I saw this thing on... I saw it because I'm just like pathetic, right? I'm just trying to... I like... I, I've been I've been feeling... I My gut is like, there's a testosterone situation going on in my body, and I need to fix it. Right? Yeah. So, so we're not... Com- I'm sorry for interrupting. I just want to say this. We are not competing in a drug tested federation for anything. So there's a, definitely a stigma about taking steroids, but when you say we, you, do you mean you and James? Any of us, us in general, just like the stigma about steroids or testosterone treatment or anything like that. Like why it's, it's very demonized, but it makes you feel apparently fucking amazing. It helps yeah. with your overall health. So why not? Yeah, honestly, I don't really give a shit as long as it's not going to kill me. Like, I don't want anything going to kill me. No, it won't. You know, and it's not going to disqualify the... you from life. Yeah. You know, I want to I want to do it in a measured, <laughs> practical way that works. But yeah. apparently, so I saw this thing called, it's like called Alpha King. You know, mm-hmm. it's like perfectly designed. So far, King, we taught Ed. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so I, it's like, get your free bottle of Alpha King. It's the it's the enhancement steroid enhancement uh, testosterone enhancement like all natural blah blah blah. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to get the free bottle of it. So I, I sent the text to the thing. Nope. As soon as the emails back says, click this link. I click on that link. I read the fine print. The fine print's like, get one free bottle for twenty dollars shipping and handling, mm-hmm. and then uh, you'll be automatically billed for seventy four dollars a month for the next bottle. I was like, okay. 
This is like the dick pills that uh, someone, a friend of ours, ordered a long time ago. <laughs> um, the blue dick pills, the all natural dick pills, and he ended up paying for it for like years. Extends. Extends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extends. That's right. Fucking dick pills. Yeah. So now I'm just like, okay, it's a hard pass for me, dog. You know, but I figure there's got to be a way to do. There's got to be a way to increase your natural testosterone production. Um, there is. Start working out. Get in shape. That fix is your really life. true. Eat that helps. Your life right. Start working out. Yeah. yeah. Also, right. drink borax. Borax is stuff you put in your plants to kill bugs. And a laundry detergent, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that a laundry detergent? Yep. Drink borax. The borax yep. kid? <laughs> Sick pull. Uh, but yes. <laughs> drink borax. Right. Very, you know, I'll say a, a very small dose, but... Borax does increase your natural testosterone. It does increase. It does strength. I won't say like pulls more calcium in, but it strengthens your bones. It also helps out your. <laughs> I'm serious. It. I look. I. Whatever. You never want to hear what I have to say. No, I want to hear it. Good. That's good. Michael's That's good. Like having a good time over here. It. It helps. <laughs> it's to strengthen your bones. I don't know why. I think it does. Funny. Dude, like your bones fat, are weak. <laughs> fat people have weak bones. Yeah, they do. Maybe our bones are so strong. No, because no, they have to support all this fatness. No, nope, that's not no. how it works. Uh, it also helps. I'll say rejuvenate your joints. I, I won't say heal, but it's very good for treating. Um, Arthritis. So, and when I say drink borax, what you should do, <laughs> you go get you go get the the box of borax laundry detergent or whatever in the aisle at Walmart. No, it's like it, yeah, it's like two pounds of powder or whatever. You take a teaspoon. I, I'll have to don't just do this. I'll have to look it up. We can consult. You, about a, it later. A, are you fucking trolling right now? No, I'm not trolling. Drink a teaspoon of bleach. I'm like no, 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 what? no, no. no. You take a teaspoon of the borax powder, like, dissolve like that. that woman. You dissolve it in a liter of water, and then you add a. I want to say a teaspoon, or like th- three teaspoons of that mixture to your normal drinking water, you know, uh, per day. So it's you're you're getting like one sixty fourth of a teaspoon per day. That's not bad. You probably won't even taste it at that point. No, you won't. I told my dad about this, and he's like, Borax, you're going to drink the laundry detergent? I was like, look, bro. Yes. First of all, yes. Second of all, he expressed some you know, issue, some concern about toxicity. I was like, you can eat a pound of salt and die. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. So don't eat a pound of Borax. You're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I with mean, anything. Basically get- don't, don't drink 10 grams of caffeine. You're gonna die. Yeah. This says fatal doses of borax. Our adults are estimated at ten to twenty-five grams. Yeah, that's so much. Like a, a one, you know, one dose per day. One of this, like one sixty-fourth of a teaspoon, is like fucking a hundred micrograms or something like that. Yeah, I think or that's, milligrams, that's whatever. Fine. Yeah. Mm. And if it, if the benefits are that clear, I mean, why don't people more people do it? Like, was there a thing against it? Or it used to be. Fairly regular. And also, um, boron is naturally, it's a naturally occurring mineral in, you know, soil. What is? So, boron. 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 Boron gas. It's a gas, right? 
Uh, no, it's a mineral. That's a boron. I have here. boron pills behind me. Um, so borax is the it's mineral a boron. It's a bottle. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> it no, bor- borax is the boron mineral plus salt. That's okay. what it is. Okay. So you, it, you know, boron used to be very prevalent in soils. So, like, your grandparents or whatever, they had a garden or they went to the grocery store before before all the GMOs. I don't like using that term, but anyways, soil used to be healthy. But over time and, you know, farming certain crops has basically depleted a lot of the soil that our food is grown in. So, it's not there anymore. Hmm. So, why not just take boron pills instead of borax? You can, but a $2 box of borax will last you you know a year or two and a you know one month supply of boron supplements where you take whatever you know soy lecithin fillers in there and have to digest the capsule that's like 20 bucks Mm. yeah okay you know for a month um so anyways i'm gonna look into that some more i'm gonna look at some sarms and i'm interested in sarms too i really want i really 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 want to get into that I care yeah. more about that than losing weight at this point in my life. Like, hey, I, and there's a bunch of different kinds. Like I said, there's the ones that like make you want to get in a fight. There and and there's the ones that's the kind I want that are essentially <laughs> fat right burners. In, <laughs> that's the kind yeah. I want. I want to be more aggressive. Yes, especially towards women and small dogs. <laughs> Do they have that one? <laughs> yeah, hey, that's S twenty three. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So I think I want to be I, a monster. I, I definitely need to to look into this, find a good source. You know, there's a lot of companies who sell, say, snake oil. Um, different from snake juice. Different from snake juice. And oh, by the way, Cole Robinson, the snake juice guy, doesn't talk about it too much, but he has explained the whole drinking borax thing. So you can find if you trust him on other stuff, and you want to find out his opinion. On Dude, boron S23 and borax is a hormonal contraceptive for men. We might be looking at different. No, S twenty three SARM. Okay. Investigational selective antigen receptor mo- uh-huh. modulator developed yep. by GTX as a potential male hormonal contraceptive. Okay. Jesus, please send me that link. I would like to read it. It's Wikipedia. Okay. Now, does it elaborate? Is Does it suppress estrogen? Uh, we'll have to do some more research. But yeah. I'm interested in SARMs. Um, interested in borax. What else am I interested in? Weights, lifting weights. Uh, going to do some more fasting. When I eat, it's going to be, you know, steak, maybe half a potato, some asparagus or something like that. Um, uh, oh, so I, I, I ate this whole week because I was like, eh, I'll just eat. And I did gain weight back, but I'm confident that is that it is primarily, I'll just say, water retention. Which is not to say that all the weight that I had lost is was fat only because there was definitely some water in that. But for every gram of carbohydrate that you eat, your body will hold on to four grams of water. So, and one, a gallon of water 
is about eight pounds. So you can, you know, if I'm holding on to a gallon and a half of water because of the carbohydrates I've eaten over the past week or two gallons of water or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that shows. It's just a number, Mike. Oh, some anecdotal evidence. Since you were talking about this also. Wait's just a number, man. Sleep patterns. Uh-huh. I'm all fucked up. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, you were saying yeah. that earlier. I mean, I've gone on fucked up schedules before, but when I was fasting and when I was, I'll say, active in the gym or at, at bare minimum present at the gym, I was sleeping so well. And as I was eating this week, granted, I wasn't eating the best stuff. I tried some more foods. I told you guys, uh, I was like last Saturday, I had some lo mein. I was like super disappointing. No flavor, no nothing like that. This week, um, I know I had some pizza. I had the, a meatball sub earlier today. Um, Where did you get the meatball sub from? Just Subway. Oh, Subway. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're because they're open at, you know, 10 a.m. on a Sunday. Um I wasn't like binging on donuts I or candy bars or anything. Like that. I don't have a real big sweet tooth. Pasta! Pasta! No. I don't think I had... Well, I had the lo mein. I mean, that counts as pasta, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. But I didn't, I didn't have like spaghetti and meatballs or fettuccine alfredo or anything like that. Um, but man, I was like always... I woke up. I was not rested. Fucking eyes hurt. I was like swollen, mm-hmm. just like lurking around. Just felt awful. Didn't sleep well at all. Lumbering, that... lumbering around. Yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> lurk. Where, where, where I can you? lurk if I want to. Where were you lurking, Evan? <laughs> In the hallway. <laughs> it leads to lurking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn carbohydrates, man, they'll make you lurk. <laughs> it's like your sarms that make you bad. <laughs> just, I've been looking at Coach Trevor has a video which I put in my extras about sarms. Yeah, dude, that shit will turn you into a fucking ma- mammoth manimal, dude. He's just like, like a, a monster, a veiny monster. Is that the one? Let me click on. Is that the one I saw the other day? He was like, so I tried to fight some dude because of the S twenty three. No, no, it's a different video. It's a different video. Yeah. But it's from December. It's probably going to be great. I, I looked at it. I flipped through it. And he's like, you got to consider it, bro. When he sees this picture of him lifting, he's like, oh, yeah. Get his fucking veins. He's beating, yo. I'm like, God damn. It's like his whole body is a heart. Yeah, man. It's amazing. You got to grow that heart muscle, yo. Yeah. Oh, boy. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, so diet has a huge impact on sleep and just overall feeling right. of well-being. Right. Definitely. So like today I feel okay. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I felt pretty okay, pretty okay. But like Tuesday, Wednesday, I felt like trash. Hmm. Well, maybe it's that inflammation where I mean it could be. And here's about. the the big difference. James, you I don't think you've like done low carb keto for long enough to tell but when you get to a point where your body is running on your fat stores or you know the nice ribeye you had the previous night or whatever you wake up and you're like you're fucking awake you're ready to go okay let's get the day started whereas the way i was feeling i woke up rolled over like opened my eyes like (sighs) 
That's how I always feel. Yeah. I know. It's so it's feel. such a drastic difference. Yeah. I hope that it, you know get you get motivated to find a way to to just try it yourself and and just just see how much of a difference it, it Here's what I think we should do. And I, mm-hmm. I just thought of this, but I think we should I challenge us all to do this. I think we should log everything. Okay. What I mean is the failures and the wins, what we ate, when we ate it, when we shit, how we slept. I thought about keeping a shit log. And, hey, and yeah, sorry, hold on, one, one more thing. And what the tug was like. Okay. The reason I say that is because I feel like, or like, did you? Not what it was like, but did you? The only reason I say that is because I feel like all these things are tied together. Like, I feel like, like, I, uh, this is like really gross, and I'm sorry to talk about my masturbatory habits on this podcast. No, no, I have something to say also. I, I felt like, I was like, I hadn't like given it a good fucking pull in like three or four days, and I hadn't even cared about it. And then other days I'm obsessed with it. So I, I want to know what else, like if there's any trends to be looked at here. That's what I'm interested in. I know there's a tr- food trend and a sleep trend. I know that exists because depending on what I, like I've trained my body now, like I just have been eating less and feeling better. Um, and like I'm trying to, I'm working on sugars. I'm trying to cut the sugars out completely. I made some pot, I made some chick turkey soup with noodles in it. And so I got rid of all that. I finished it yesterday. So now I'm all out of carbs. You know, I put, I don't eat the oatmeal with sugar in it anymore. I have a box of it, but I don't eat it. So I'm just trying to figure out a way to to get all those carbs out. I'm trying to get rid of the sugars. I want to see the effects, you know? Anyway, go ahead. Okay. So in terms of libido, I think you would find an improvement if you do uh, keto, fasting, whatnot. I think so, too. Because there's there's some confidence boost there, which translates into all aspects of your life. I will also say that as your weight comes down, you have overall better blood flow, which leads to better erections. Yeah. I think that I have heard this, that, that all the proof. meat makes, I, your, yes. makes your jizz taste like crap. I don't doubt that. Yeah, it's supposed to. You gotta, gotta have this. You need the sugars. I will say... <laughs> Um, because uh, now maybe this is just a personal experience, yeah. But because of, I'll say, a certain level of dehydration that maybe was unique to me. Um, the end result was had less volume. That's whether you care. That's up to you. So I think, I think there's something there. I've never noticed. I've take those copper supplements. I've noticed thinness sometimes. Okay. But very rarely. Most times the consistency and viscosity is about the same. But I have noticed in sometimes like kind of a a weak pull. You know? Like, you know, uh, very, not very viscous. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's only happened once or twice. But I feel like there's something to be drawn there. Like, okay, I woke up. I had a number two. It was a good one. I felt done. I ate four eggs scrambled with a little pepper, garlic powder, and onions. That's all I had. Then two hours later, I ate whatever. 
you know, I had a piss, wasn't too dark, you know, it was like good color. I feel like, like we should, I feel like all these things, like we need to formulate it so we can put all that information together and see what conclusion can be drawn. But I think there's something there. And the reason I say all this is because I feel like nobody does that. I feel like nobody looks at all these bodily functions. Um, who was the guy who was obsessed with this stuff? Uh, who monitored everything? Oh, he's in a podcast. Uh, the podcast, I think I talked about it a long time ben ago. Ben Greenfield? I, I don't know. He had Crohn's disease. And he was on the founder the founder podcast I told you guys about. I'll find the episode. Okay. But on that podcast, he talks about beating Crohn's disease by changing his diet. And basically, he changed his diet, did all these supplements, did all these workouts, and he found that there was ways to beat the Crohn's disease, but he meticulously monitored everything like a Nazi, every detail and aspect of his bodily function. He monitored it and wrote it down and rated everything. And he took pills and he'd do all these cycles of tests, like, oh, nine weeks on this, what happened? Okay, now I combine this, what happened? What things changed? Because he had, and the thing is, I think as humans, well, like, I feel, and that's a problem. You know, we have to have these variables. And your body gives you these things, like, oh, how many ketones are in my blood? You know, uh, how much did I, what's the color of the piss? How much did I piss? You know? How's my fucking? How are my shits? Is it water? James, is it, I'm not going to be uh, measuring the volume of my pee. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. No, you don't need to measure the volume. You can have three scales. Was it? Did I piss often? You know, or or did was it was it the color? Just measure the color and then write in the log the frequency. You know, I did this this. I pissed four times today. You know, and just put when you pissed, and then we'll know. Oh, if you piss once in one day, there's a problem. If you piss seventeen times, there's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all. I'm you saying. can hop on the scale before and after you pee. Also, just saying. You can do that. Um, also, James, one reason why you might be interested in doing some fasting is the lack of poop. Yeah, my poops aren't great anymore. Not fun. Probably because I'm poor and I've been I haven't been eating the way I normally eat. Normally, my poops are beefy and strong and intimidating. Just eat some corn. Push but it now, out. Like my my asshole hurts and it's just like hemorrhoidy and. And I'm just like, ugh. That's like, unfortunate. Yeah, it's not good. Not hemorrhoidy. That's you know, you know what I mean. It's not yeah, fun. full of polyps. I understand. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just not. They're, they're not. They're it's not raw. Good. It's just raw. No, no, my Evan. No. <laughs> Have you it's shaved a, your asshole yet? No, I'm not shaving my asshole, dude. It makes things so much easier. Can you shave your asshole? Of course. How do you shave your asshole? <sighs> I mean, you know. You get it done. (laughs) It depends on your body type and your flexibility. Michael, are you going to shave your asshole? I'm not saying use a straight razor. Not not on my list of things to do. Dude, get Teresa to shave. It is a game changer. (laughs) Teresa, if you call yourself a friend, trim up Michael's ass. James, it's he has an impressive bush. It's the number one thing you can do. How would Besides you know? getting a I don't bidet, know, thank God. <laughs> I, I I don't, uh, dude. I can't do it. It's so. I mean, this is gonna sound weird. Of course, we're talking about shaving your asshole, but it's so smooth, oh. and it makes cleanup a dream. Oh, I don't think I can get. You it will never that. feel fresher. Oh. I have to think about it. To think about it. Know. Let me know. We can talk about it off no, air. But no, no, a no, game no. changer. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Shaved asshole. 
Yeah. Right now, Ed it doesn't and take that long. Dying. That's fine. It doesn't take that long. I mean, maybe I'm blessed. I don't have a ton of ass hair or whatever. You know, I'm white. It's great. No, I don't have a ton but, of ass hair. <laughs> it's like it's great. You know, it takes like, of course, it's a little bit of maintenance. And the first time, it's going to be messier. Because, you know, the hair, if you've never done it before, it's like shaving your head. Versus when you're already bald, it's just a little trim up. But once you get going, once you get in the habit, in the groove, it takes, you know, a minute a week. Think it over. You don't have to. You don't have to tell me. Oh, so it seems like it would involve mirrors or something. I'm not, I'm not sure how you. It, you had to squat above a mirror and like, oh god, I have to look at this thing. No, I, I do not use a mirror. Maybe my spine is abnormally flexible, but I can reach around. I can reach around, no okay. problem. But I mean, you could go for the I mirror, go for the squat, whatever. I think like that's. Much. I mean. You don't you don't like force the the T shaped razor blade uh. inside your rectum, James. Uh. Uh. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, you don't. You have someone else do. <laughs> <laughs> you just say take the handle and stick it in and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> You're good to go. Let your natural stride take care of the hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, that's 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 an idea. Dark, it's like man. it's like you know, women get that that fucking implant in their cervix, the T thing, whatever it's called. What's it yeah. called? It's an IUD. It's that, yes. but it's for your asshole. Oh. Yes. Aren't they getting their arm now or something? Uh, that's a different. That's an injection. It's the like IUD the is like a, it's a plastic. It's a plastic tip like this or brace, and then it has like two little wires that stick through the hole in the cervix, yeah. and it's like. Yeah. So you don't get pregnant. It's to catch the dick. Sound effect optional. <laughs> it just okay. corks up the pee hole. That's how it works. <laughs> right. Women store extra pee in their ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. We got, a little, we got a little off track there. Yeah, but I think uh, it was an interesting topic. I think it was interesting. Yeah, so we definitely we need to look into enhancing ourselves because we're the only judge of how we feel. Fuck opinions yeah no you're right and i'm 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 in favor of tracking oh me yeah, too i am too i've i've started on this new data kick recently and i've actually thought about that before having like a poop log or something so i mean i want to i want to log i think you gotta log all all of it no i get it i get it you gotta know what you ate because dude eat what how you long eat. you sleep affects your load you know it affects everything yeah and and like if I give if I if I fucking have a jerk before bed, I normally sleep pretty well, you know. And then sometimes if I don't, I sleep fine too, you know. But I mean, at forty one years old, am I forty one? No, I'll be forty one this year. No, I'm forty one. Yeah, I'm forty one. <laughs> at forty one years old, I feel like you know I need to be thinking about my libido because. Uh, it's not non-existent, but I'm just like not. I care less, and I probably care less because I'm older and I'm not. I'm not around that many women as often. But still, you know what I mean. I'm like I want to do whatever I can to get myself where I need to be. You know, he cares less because he's come to accept who and what he is. That's probably part of it too. But I've not accepted it. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not accepting it. God damn it! Man, <laughs> I'm gonna fight tooth and nail to get the, to be the be the James I want to be. You know, and that means being a fucking S23 mammal, 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 beast, vain Feared beast. by women and small dogs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> feared, feared by women. A guy who carries roofies in his back pocket. I want to be that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but those Mormon women, they come to your door, they take, take one look at you and turn right around. What's up, ladies? Tell me about your lord. <laughs> And then I drop trow and I say, I'll show you mine. <laughs> you know, it's a little pulse in front of them. Just, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it's like, which sarm is best for my Kegels? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll start tracking um, James or Evan or, or me, whoever. Yeah. Uh, let's everyone. come up. Let's come up. No, no, everyone. But let's come up with a, how are we going to do it? You yeah, know, you got to start by fighting. Okay, let's let's we'll have all... a base a baseline aggression test. Okay, we'll all don our VR headset things and we will meet in the virtual arena of battle. No, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll figure that out. We'll figure out how to track things and uh, we'll, we'll go from texture, there. Taste, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> so get your hands in there, like. Mm. How's that? No, oh, it's nice. Okay, it's smooth. <laughs> oh, not bad. A little nutty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pizza. Uh, all right. So let's go down to the extra section here. Evan doesn't look like you got anything for us this week. That's fine. I think I'm more than made up for it. Um, so <laughs> this first one, this story is just kind of crazy. Uh, a mountain lion mauled a trail runner. The guy fought back. He didn't have a weapon of any kind with him, so he strangled it to death with his bare hands. S23. S23, man. <laughs> a fucking mountain lion in Colorado. Yeah. Now, granted, it's probably a juvenile mountain lion, but still, that's kind of crazy. They said 80 it's the pounds. size of a dog. A, a lo- like a like a reasonable-sized dog. Yeah, that's, that's how big I mean, it is, which is big enough. That's big enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Kind of crazy. Um next up. So the the uh Congress was questioning this guy um who's the acting attorney general right now. Matthew Whitaker. Oh yeah, he's a member of that weird club. And this guy, yo. Man, just read this little article. It's so crazy. Like, someone asked him a question about his actions toward Special Prosecutor Robert Mueller. Whitaker's responses were barbed accusations. What's the basis for that question? Again, what is the basis? Can you tell me where you get the basis? Like, like that's how he's answering these people. <clears throat> um, yeah, like, all his responses were, like, ridiculous, crazy. Um, apparently, this guy... They say he'll be relieved of his duties in a few days, assuming that William Barr is confirmed. Is this the new guy? This is some guy who's acting. I don't know who he is. He's a temporary guy. Okay. Yeah. They said this guy, the guy who's acting right now, this guy, he hawked hot tubs for a company that shut down yeah. and reached a settlement with the Federal Trade Commission. Oh, he's 
he designed a big dick toilet. Yes. That's that's the company's part of Big Dick Toilet Company. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was right. I was saying, oh, he's a member of some club. I couldn't remember what it was. He did he was he's part of a company that designed a big dick toilet. For when you're hanging low and long so your balls don't fall in. Yeah. Big dick toilet. I remember that. Hard to yeah, forget. look. So he uh he Whitaker uh you tie a, a deep bowl masculine toilet for well endowed men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a patent company. They they attempted to hype Bigfoot, whatever that means, uh, time travel, and this masculine toilet. Yeah, so it was one of those patent companies where you see the ad at night, and it's like. We'll make your idea, but they just take your idea and just make some garbage thing and sell it in a dollar store, and then mm-hmm. you just don't you lose out. Yeah, it's that <laughs> that's that that kind of business. <laughs> yeah, I heard about him a couple months ago. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, this guy is just too funny, man. Yeah. So, uh, I I encourage you guys to watch that video when you get a chance. It's it's pretty funny. Um, next up we have this. From all the way from Japan, the next generation of the bullet train, they unveiled one of the new cars. Now, this thing is not going to go into service until 2030. Ooh, planning ahead. Yeah. Dude, just look at this damn thing. You're like, oh, what the fuck? Is it the future? Oh, it's definitely the future. What? Yeah, this thing it looks, looks like... It looks like one of those cars that sets like uh, land speed records on the salt flats. Yes, it does. That's correct. I love Japanese people. This guy <laughs> is standing here in a fucking hard hat. Yeah. Talking because they're in. I'm sure there's a, some kind of rule. It's like you must have a hard hat on. So he's wearing a fucking hard hat. No one's doing anything. They're probably closed for the day, but he's wearing a hard hat. You know, they're all wearing hard hats. If you look at the video, they like pan around and like shows everybody wearing hard hats. Yeah, so this car, they say it's 22-meter-long nose is designed to provide a reduction in pressure and noise for passengers' comfort comfort when the train passes through tunnels. So that big, long snout is for that. Um, It's going to go up to 360 kilometers an hour. So I'm not sure how fast that is in, in, you know, human terms. Um, (laughs) No, 250? Okay, could be. Something like that, 250 miles an hour. Um, And it's going to be, so there's a Hokkaido line right now. It's going to be extended to Sapporo. So this is what this is being designed for. Uh, And it was that, so, and this was made at at the manufacturer Hitachi. So, there you go. Daiwa Heavy Industries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The fish concern. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah kind of cool kind of crazy looking um last but not least evan this is for you okay this is the american dream i'm all about it of instead of instead of living in your in your in your house or your tiny house you live in your even tinier house which is a van i agree van van life i have thought about this for a while. I'm sure you have. That's why I said this yeah. is for you. Um, 
so yeah, apparently it's a thing. They're like, all right, we're, uh, you know, like people have quit their jobs, done, done whatever, but like we're living in the van now. That's it. Yep. If I was handy in any way, mm-hmm. I would seriously consider building one. Building a van. Well, build buying a used <laughs> van and building it to be a, uh, a small okay. home. All right, right, right. I got you. Okay. <clears throat> little little renovations, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You could probably find one that is, you know, to your liking, and then it would just take very little probably to make it yeah. the way you want. I think I posted her video series a, a long time ago, but there's a lady who does mm-hmm. videos of Kristen Dirksen. Yes, her. Yeah. And so she's covered a lot of these van dwelling people. And there's a whole didn't we talk about this before about the people in around Google in San Francisco? It's so not San Francisco in around in Sunnyvale, California. It's mm-hmm. so expensive there that even tech people can't live. Well yeah, they're living in like box trucks and stuff. Yeah. 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 Like Dude, in like in the parking lot of Google. Like <laughs> Yeah, we need to we need to like buy some top property out there and rent like a fucking ten dollar night houses or something. Mm-hmm. You know, or have a like, just have like a bunch of like uh, mini houses, like a community of them. You know, a trailer yep. park, but not call it a trailer park. Call it a mini house community. Something really <laughs> nice. I'm down. James, get the funding together. Honestly, if you have a job where you can work, you know, 100 percent remotely or 80 percent, 90 percent, this is not a bad idea. You can yeah. go wherever you want. You, there's no like property tax. You save a lot of money. You get to see the country if you want to. You know, you mm-hmm. got to worry about parking in certain areas. You don't necessarily have a shower, which tells you you get a Planet Fitness membership, which means you're probably just going to use the rest of the gym, so it's healthier. You know, you deal with a few few uh, difficulties here and there, but. I mean, as long as you are down with the, as long as you can work in privacy situation, you take a horse bath. Yeah, you know, or find a lake, just go swimming. That's what the peasants did. <laughs> they lived for hundreds of years. Yeah, wait a second. I have oh. a, I have a, and I'll just say <laughs> this: I have a family member that I, who I, He's like, I who I both of, both ruin lament. No, what? no, I know of a family member who does not take showers or baths as a rule. Do they? They only take oil scrape. Baths. They only take horse baths. They only wash up. They never take showers. Afraid of afraid of showers. They're afraid of showers. Are they going to drown? Yes, they think they'll drown. They think they're like a bird. They look up, they'll drown. That's what they think. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm do not, I, I, wish do I, I know this person? Yes. It's like you can close your mouth. It's like, ah, ah. yeah, but that's what they think. So, Interesting. And I just found this out recently. I had no idea it was a thing, but I just found it out. And and so anyway, the point is, it's kind of like the never like nudes. You can live like that. You know, it's not you a can. big deal. It sucks. I mean, it sucks if you've taken a nice shower, but you can live like that. My only thing is to live a life with very few things. Mm-hmm. You know, which for me is something I've always wanted to do, but I feel it can be very hard for me. Well, you'll have what you need, and the chances are you'll spend the money on quality things that you're going to yeah. use for a while. Yeah, exactly. James, God. I think we both need to Marie Kondo our lives. We do need to do it. We do need to do it. Michael, we should buy a tractor trailer and then make two apartments in it. 
Now you're talking my language, brother. Dude, yeah. we looked at that <laughs> article like two or three weeks ago. The dude who was living in a box truck on like a plank of wood, fucking ramen boxes everywhere. <laughs> no, no, he was having a we hard a time. a shit bucket in the corner. Don't be that guy. He was having a hard time. I want to do it nice. I think that was his life of choice. No, that guy just, he just, he's a, he's a road trucker and he doesn't live well. He does not go live in a storage space. Mm, Rent a five by seven storage unit. Go sleep in there. You can get fiber, fiber put there. No, you can't. You probably can't get fiber to the, to the tractor trailer. No, you get, you save the money, the money you spend on houses, uh, on a place, on a home and internet and water and all that stuff. You get four internet service providers in an ISP. You, uh, Put them all all together and use them as four redundant network and network uh, internet services. And then you, you have just need five phones, the and then wait till five G is widespread, or Elon Musk has the global satellite internet. Wasn't Google working on that? Wasn't someone working on some some shit? Mm, Google had the balloon internet, I think. Is internet just for balloons? Yeah. What about the, they realized balloons weren't people, <laughs> and it didn't matter. They were going to do the internet <laughs> that was that was based on the signals that are. But then it turns out the signals were too close to GPS. I don't know. So I don't they, remember that. So they, yeah, like whoever, like they bought the frequencies and they're like, oh, no, you can't use it because uh, it's too close to GPS and oh, all the yeah. GPS receivers the that everyone used are garbage. They bought the spectrum. Yeah. And they leak over to these to the other frequency. Yeah, I <laughs> so, that. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened to that. I guess it's fucked. I don't know. But anywho... So yeah, living out of a van is the new American dream. So there you go. And that's all I had. Uh, James, you got anything for us? Oh, you no, just have a couple things No, nothing new. Here. I put yeah. down the Hypercolor article and the S23 article from our man, Coach Trevor. That's all. Something for you, a little extras for you to take a look at. See him be swell and swole. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Don't you want to be a pioneer of human evolution, James? Do I ever. Like... Evolution has has gone really well for the past 200,000 years, or say 100,000 years. And now we have the technology. I'm going to go back to what I was going to say Iron Man. It's like we can rebuild him. We have the technology. (laughs) The options are here for us. We can buy them. We can take evolution into our own hands. Why not? You're right. You're right. I I think I believe you're right. I do. No no trolling. I believe it's totally possible. And and his name is Christoph Waltz. I forgot. Christoph I Waltz, yes. Christoph Waltz, that thing from like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I totally think you can. I mean, I think the tools are there. I think it's just a matter of being like, not being like, I think it's human nature to want instant gratification. I know for me, I want instant gratification. Like if I take a pill, I want to see a result. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I realize, I know on a, on a thought level that I really need to be like, okay, I need to like this is a six month to three year process of improvement, and I have to put the time and the work in to see the results. Like one day I'm gonna look up and see my life has changed, and I have these results to show for it. You know, and I just yeah, gotta like, get. Don't that you wish you did that five years ago? Yeah. Of Where would you be now? I'd be fucking Coach Trevor. I'd be a yes. swole monster. You know, raping men. <laughs> Look, man, they're, they're lady boys, okay? He Raping likes men lady about boys. Power, it's Michael. It's not about rape, it's about power. I think that's what all rape's about, but yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Didn't we see that in a movie? We did. Someone told me that in Discord last night, and I thought it was the most <laughs> hilarious thing I've ever heard. I was like, 
And he was like, he was like, I'd rape a man. That's what the guy was like. I'd rape a man. I'd rape. I'd rape one of you guys. It's about power. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you to a, a Reddit Christ. post. In, like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna send you to a Reddit post I saw a couple days ago that actually was so disturbing, like at its core, and thinking about if that happened in your life, and do you know anyone? Who would like betray you in such a way and the implications of it that I'd literally lost sleep over this. I was so like angry at a base level. Really? I don't want to see it because I'll be, I'll feel the same way. I hate shit like that. Every, it's not often, but every now and then I find a thing that is so disturbing that it fucks with me and makes me mad, like legitimately angry, like angry in a way that I haven't been that I rarely get. Yeah, you have to send. I, I was. I, I'm going to send it. I was thinking about if I would reach that point. That I'll say that snapping point where, like, how would I get revenge on these people? Oh, so death isn't enough. No, they're going to live, but See, not. I well. don't know. I feel like you're we're bringing it back to a story we covered in the first part of our show. Um, no, this is this is different. What fuck Jerry? Liam Neeson? Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Alright, send out the article. No, yeah, yeah, we'll I'll, talk I'll about send it next I'll week. Send, yeah. Alright. Alright, on that depressing note, let's uh <laughs> let's wrap things up here. You guys got anything else? Nope. No, no alibi, sir. Alright. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of the IO panel. Uh please check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. You can send us any questions, feedback you have, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. On our website, we have links over on the right-hand side, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can also support us, Patreon, or our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next week. 